We're in. Hello. 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 Lindsay never says hello. Say hello, Lindsay. Because I'm rude. It's because because you're rude, like that guy said. Bugger <laughs> off! <laughs> I wasn't gonna say a thing. <laughs> I actually wasn't. So. I, I know you weren't. It's okay. So we're pl- we're playing cult tonight. Look, cult. Feel feel the awesomeness, cult. This is the first edition. The really the best edition. This is the deadliest edition. This is before Americans got hold of it and took God out of it. <laughs> or made him nicer. Because uh. in this version, he's a right fucktard. And in the second version, he's just gone missing. Aww. Oh, so he actually is around in the first version. Huh? No, he's, he's fucked off. But he's fucked off for his own selfish shit. Rather than ah. just being missing. Ah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the first the first edition's like, yeah, God's a fucktard. He just went. He's not called God. He's the Demiurgus. Yes. So, so um, it's like supernatural. Yeah, basically. And he's just left all like the baddies, the bad angels, and the bad devils to look after things. Not that you know that because you're just guys. Of course. So let's just let's just guys. let me just reiterate that you guys in the party. All of you guys. Lindsay's ignoring my reference to the men in the party. Being that there are only men in the party. You're trying to wind me up. I'm not. I know it's di- I know it's difficult. The only reason you're playing men is because this one is set in 1894 in a male prison in London. And you're guards. So there's no hope of being anything but men. Because they wouldn't let women in, probably even to do menial jobs. What? The cook's a guy? Probably. Poor bastards in the jail. The GM for this game couldn't have thought outside the box and thought of a character that a woman could have played. You could be like Klinger from MASH. (laughs) Call me Loretta. There you go. So, what do you want to go over the characters? So let's bring up Lindsay's character on the recording computer uh, so we can see stats and stuff. So basically the adventure has given you uh, some basic kind of stuff about your character, how long you've been a guard, what you did before being a guard. Uh, Oh, Lindsay's the one with the limp. Uh, What you look like, which is kind of nice. We'll go over that in a minute. Your little personality, and then you get down to the actual hard stats of stuff. So stats, AGL is agility. Pretty simple, right? STR is strength. Mm-hmm. Strong. Uh, constitution. Cumliness. Ooh. What? I'm an 11. That's pretty good. It's a measure of your beauty. Uh, you're kind of average. Everyone else is kind of a bit of a munter. <laughs> ego is ego. It measures your intelligence, your memory, and your willpower. Um, it determines whether you can solve difficult problems, recall vi- basically it's your intelligence from D&D mm. Mi- mingled in with your wisdom no, Chariz- that's charisma is charisma surprisingly it's how charming you are mm. uh, ego is also the primary stat for magic but you ain't got any of that so don't worry uh, PR is perception um, essentially it's your ability to see stuff, smell stuff feel stuff that's not important uh, for guards. 
No, not at all. That's why you've all got such a low one. EDU is education, which is your formal education. It measures generally your general knowledge and your ability to use libraries and stuff. So for basically for every, up to 15, each one, each point equates to a year of formal education. Nice. So, so Lindsay's character has been to school for four years. He probably learned those maths. Those, those, those maths. Yes, that's right. Um, this, we're missing a lot of the secondary stuff, I think. Oh, you've got movement. You're missing things like load capacity because nobody ever uses encumbrance rules. So movement is the number of meters you can move in a combat round. Um, your actions are the number of actions you have in a round. Your initiative bonus is how much you add to your initiative roll. <laughs> your damage bonus is how much you add to thrown and weapon, hand-to-hand -hand weapon damage. Obviously not to guns. Your damage capacity is the amount of damage you can take. Now in this system, you take scratches, light wounds, serious wounds, and fatal wounds. As a human, you can only take a single fatal wound before you're dead. Right. There is no magical healing in the system. At all. And, and recovery is really hardcore. So, basically it's cumulative, and there are negatives depending on what level of wounds you have. So if you're taking light wounds, they're like minus two to everything. Serious wounds are like minus three. So if you have two light wounds and a serious wound, you're minus seven. Sometimes you want to take that last light wound to roll it into a serious wound so that your negative actually goes down. Yes. I guess the idea is you're just like, there's so much niggling pain, you just kind of get used to it a bit. And finally that bits fall off when it, you take right. that whole extra damage. So you have skills. In the real version of Cult, you'd all have a dark secret, but right now you don't have one of those. So we'll skip over dark secrets until maybe we play it again. Does anyone have any questions about their advantages and disadvantages? Perhaps, like, why is Code of Honor an advantage? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I was wondering that. Well, what, what, what exactly do they do, or when do they come into play? Well, they come into play all of the time. A lot of Cult's advantages and disadvantages are more role-playing based than actual statistically based. So you all have Code of Honor, so this is what it says. It costs you five points to get one. Basically the idea is that if you have advantages, they can be eroded away, but it's all to do with your mental balance and how crazy and not crazy you are. So normally an average character in Cult will start off somewhere between positive and negative 10 for mental balance. Lindsay's character's at negative 15, so she's a little bit further down the line. So actually, in certain situations, children and animals don't like being around her. <laughs> Everybody else is fine. They're well within norm. In fact, zero mental balance is abnormally normal. So like it's, a druid? No, 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 not like, no, no, it's like Stepford. Ah. Abnormally normal. Too normal. Everybody's a little bit crazy one way or the other, basically is what the system's set to do. So positive or negative, you're crazy in some way, basically. And it can go all the way up and down to like 100, and then beyond that into like 300, 400, 500. But strange things start to happen when you get that far out. Hmm. 
Like, right? it's just whole universe with my eyes. Yeah, that's basically it. That kind of stuff. There is actually an advantage called magical awareness that lets you see things that other people can't see. So, and you have to have a specific mental balance in order to even take that. That's got to be bad for your sanity. Wacky wizard eyes. That's right. Yeah, yeah wizard eyes. So, Code of Honor says, you believe in and follow a strict code of honor. It may originate in a religion which prohibits you from harming others, from lying and acting selfishly. It may be a chivalrous code that says you must be upright, bold, never deny yourself or others, always avenge an insult, help family and friends. Write down which rules you mean to apply. You already have yours. Lindsay says, always obey orders and does the right thing. That's kind of subjective. It is subjective. A lot of these aren't very particularly... Um, I mean, in cult, there, there is an advantage for five points called motherliness. <laughs> which means children, young women, and all men feel safe and cared for around you. That's perfect for prison guard. I think so too. All men feel safe around you. It's perfect. <laughs> Pacifism in cult is a advantage. Hello. So advantages will get your character killed. Essentially. Um, So, disadvantages tend to be very, very bad. Not just, like, stuff to give you points. They tend to be tremendously bad. So, Lindsay has pedantic and greed. So, greed is a ten-point disadvantage. Are you listening, Lindsay? These are yours. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are dominated by an unending craving for money and wealth. You are prepared to sacrifice health, family, and friends to get a large fortune. Generosity does not exist in your dictionary. Sounds like me. On top of that, money to me. On top of that, you're also pedantic, which surprisingly isn't in this book, but you know what it means. Yes, but you should explain yeah. it. Yeah. What specifically does it mean? Very good. What do the other two of you have? I also I... have greed. I Good. have fear of the dark and <laughs> lazy. <laughs> you have lazy. That's always a good one. Fair you, are, you are lazy. You don't want to work. It's very simple. And fear of the dark is a mild phobia, which is particularly bad. You are not happy when you're in the dark. Basically, uh-huh. you can really get messed up. So mental balance basically is your positives minus your negatives. So, anybody in Florida? What? Do we know anybody in Florida? I don't think so, unless there's somebody on the site over there. Why? Somebody in Florida's calling me. Oh, I've had calls from Florida today. I think it's a scam. They're probably just running through their auto-dialer, because your number's seven numbers separate to mine. <laughs> One number separate to yours. Well, you know what I mean. We're seven numbers apart. If you were running through the auto-dialer. Matter it's political polling. Yeah, probably. Hello. I never answer the phone anyway. But. Yeah, I never answer a number from Florida, I don't know. So, basically, um, a low mental balance uh, means that you're, it takes more time for you to get a grip on yourself and start acting rationally after you see something terrifying. Um, it 
the low mental balance increases the risk of incurable psychosis, and below minus 75, a severe shock will bring physical changes to the character's body. Yeah. You can also you can also start to project your disadvantages into the surrounding world, but you guys aren't there. You out of the dark. I'm <laughs> Batman. <laughs> That's right. Oh great! My other disadvantage is I'm an egotist. Ah, oh, very good. A high mental balance protects you against terrifying events. Uh, you don't lose control as easily, even from shocking things. And you are very high mental balance. You're hardly affected at all by anything. Did you just hear a twingle? Was that in my headset? Maybe. Maybe. Some, something on my computer is clearly making a noise. Um, so negative mental balance 15. Linz, this be you. You emit a weak negative aura which makes children and animals uneasy in your presence. I thought this was supposed to be a character and not me. It's <laughs> a man. Kids like you. Yeah, kids, they do. Kids and animals hate me. <laughs> must hate you. They okay. haven't tried the right sauce. I know you don't have a lot <laughs> of skills, but does anybody have any questions about the skills you have? Uh, they seem pretty clear cut. Let me see. Lindsay have, has. Yeah, go on. I have rifle 10, impact weapons 10, unarmed combat 10, and interrogation 10. I'm going to interrotalk some people. Interrotalk. I, I have the same skills, but slightly different values on a couple of them. Lindsay additionally has climb and also has seamanship. And that is, that is her highest skill. She is a discharged seaman. <laughs> Sorry. Son of four prostitutes. <laughs> Discharge semen. Okay, so... <laughs> Sorry. Every sperm is sacred. There we go. So Every in, the real, in the real game, you would have a living condition, which doesn't really matter in this one, and you'd have equipment. So you guys have access to the Marlin 1888 rifle, which we've got over on the side there for stats, and you also have access to uh, nightsticks, or in your case, probably... Truncheons or billy clubs or blackjacks or whatever you want to call it. So is is Sandburn a nice prison or is this a uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, old we'll sanitarium get, style? Uh... We'll get to that. <laughs> okay, it's it's an old sanitarium style place. See if there's anything else I need to tell you. I don't think so. Okay, good. So let's get into things. <clears throat> Prologue. Ahem. Ahem. So all of you have worked here at Sandburn Prison in London for a wee while. We're going to go over what's happened, because obviously you won't work there. Hey? Ah, uh, those bunch of newbies. How long have you been there? Been 20 years. 20 years, yeah. I think Lindsay's been there for 10, and I think Lockhart's character's been there for 4. Yes. So it's Lockhart that's the newbie. Well, yeah, I mean... Not as bad as some of the governors, but... Yeah, but such okay. a more slack job. <laughs> Top of the morning, Mary Poppins. <laughs> so, you have all worked in Sandburn Prison for numerous years, ranging from 20 to 4. You have realised over the time that the prison has become burgeoning beyond capacity. Inmates are on the verge of riot... 
Um, you guys are particularly on edge most of the time. Uh, your duties include patrolling the walls and walking around inside the wings. When you're on the walls, you generally are armed with a rifle. When you're inside the wing, you are not armed with a rifle, unless you're the guard on the upper gantry, in which case you do have one. Okay? Okay. In which that's the gantry that the, the prisoners can't get to from inside that wing. Not easily. Several of the guards are trusted prisoners who are allowed to move freely inside the walls. All guards, including yourselves, accept bribes and are busy making a profit by supplying the prisoners with booze, food, and tobacco. Generally, when you're not doing your rounds, you spend the time talking and playing cards in one of the guard rooms. The huge explosion in population in London recently has put a strain on this prison. It is overflowing with inmates with up to eight prisoners per cell made for two. During the fall of 1894, there were 1,100 inmates. So that's currently when you are. Rats, fleas and cockroaches thrive in the press of bodies diphtheria and cholera at epidemic levels. Last summer, there was even a few cases of leprosy, but these were quickly removed from the population and sent to a leper colony in Cornwall. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Prisoners are supposed to work in a nearby quarry, but since the summer of 1891, no one has been let out of the prison grounds. Guards, you continually patrolling the prison, attempting to snuff out rebellion before it gets started. Discipline is beginning to break down, creating a desperate situation. So, it's towards the end of spring, early summer of 1894. That is what the current situation is, and I would like you to describe your characters, please. And how do you feel about working in such a lovely place? Who wants to go first? Go for it. You have a character description. I am William Taylor. I worked at Sandburn Prison for ten years. I was born in Whitechapel. Yay. You've come Um, so far. My mother is a prostitute. I have four older brothers. I went to sea when I was 13, but I had to quit because I have a knee injury. Um, I am tall and sinewy, clean-shaven, with thinning dark brown hair. I still have a slight limp in my left leg. I always wear my prison uniform, which is blue with yellow buttons, apparently. It is blue with yellow buttons. I prefer follow orders. I don't question authority. I hate disorder, having shared a small crowded bedroom with my four older brothers and I apparently convinced myself the new order in the prison is better than the old chaotic one that's not there yet we're going to get to the new order in a minute yeah the new order's coming it arrives in the summer okay well we'll come didn't say that then that's okay no it's fine I'm 31 I look very fresh faced in that photo (laughs) yes you do 
Very fresh fist for thirty-one. Kids, animals minutes. are not particularly happy around me, apparently. Nope, they are not. I'm slightly greedy. I'm slightly greedy. Every guard in here is slightly greedy. <laughs> not me. <laughs> too lazy to be greedy. Indeed. Uh, Michael Brown came to Sandburn four years ago from a prison in his home county of Cornwall. <laughs> he obviously swapped places with a leper. <laughs> uh, I became a prison guard when the small family farm could no longer support me. At Sandburn, I was badly injured during a prison uprising in the summer of 93. I will welcome the new harsher discipline whenever it arrives in the future. I'm of medium height with an incipient paunch. Incipient? Incipient. Skin is dark, hair is bushy. I wear a mustache and usually a few days of growth of beard. But looking at your picture, it looks like you haven't shaved in five weeks. (laughs) Well, a few days, a week, two weeks. He's lazy. As long as no one's watching. Uh, Of course, dressed in the blue uniform of the guards. And working as a prison guard suits me fine. Suits me fine. I hate farming and all that manual labor with a passion. It's much nicer just to walk around and get bribes out of people and threaten them with a truncheon. Because you're lazy. Yes. (laughs) I'm a very social person. I like to be surrounded by people I can trust, so I like to get along with a lot of the other guard captains. Otherwise, 35, and yeah, kind of bushy. I guess I don't spend much time on my appearance either. No, because you're lazy. (laughs) I'm lazy. (laughs) I keep thinking of that um, music video. uh, Who's wicked and is lazy? Yeah. (laughs) Try to make stuff so he doesn't have to get off the sofa while he's watching telly. Right. Mr. Thing. I'm Richard Dorsley, a veteran of 20 years at Sandburn. Rick is the oldest guard, uh, yeah, oldest of the guard captains. Was born outside Harrow, or in Harrow, outside of London, and worked as a laborer at the Isle of Dogs. Or, sorry, worked at the harbor at the Isle of Dogs. Yeah. I cannot speak. Um, before he came to the prison. I lived in Harrow when I was a baby. Hey! Uh, uh, he's built his entire life around the prison and rarely goes outside the walls. Uh, short but powerfully built, he is balding and his face is usually covered with beard stubble. He wears the blue guard uniform and chews tobacco. Are we sure he's not a prisoner? Yeah. It just sounds like one. He's been here for 20 years and he <laughs> read... And he never, <laughs> never, never leaves. He just mugged a guard one day. <laughs> just, like, took over. Shh! Act like a guard for long enough and they'll get confused. Right. Okay, so this is the prison. Ah. Ah. Let me Uh. zoom out a little on here so I can see it. All right. So, Sanderburn Prison is situated in the south of London. Hang on, let me move both of my screens. There we go. Um, Near a trash-littered common where the houses of the city bump up against the farms of the country. The oldest part of the prison was built in the 1820s and consists of a single two-story building called the Old Jail. I believe that's this section here. 
1894, the old jail is connected to three newer wings constructed around a small paved courtyard with a gallows at its centre. Hmm. That would be here, I believe. Hmm. Makes sense. I could be wrong, actually. It's not actually very good at telling me what's what, unfortunately. But we try. I believe that's definitely... Yes, that's definitely the inner yard with the gallows. So we're all good. The west wing is that one. I got you. That one is the old east wing. Hallway to the old wings is there. Yes, that's about right. We're good. I think we're on track with that. All right. This section is the new prison, so I'm guessing mm-hmm. this is the old jail. One of these, oh. one of these four is the old jail. Uh, the new east. Oh, that's a lie. This is the old jail because there's ah. a new, there's a new north wing, east wing, and south wing and west wing. So I'm guessing that's the other three. The cells are in two rows with an open shaft through the centre of each building, giving the guards an unlimited view of all cells at all times. The new prison, this building, is only ten years old. It has also been built according to newer theories. The layout is open, and there is a balcony along the cell doors of the second story. The middle part of the new prison contains some offices. Behind the building is a modern yard divided into cake slices. Um, I think, would that not be over here? In the cake slices? No, that's the entrance stairs. Okay. Because it looks like cake slices. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's the exercise yard. My fault. I'm no. looking at it backwards. Pay attention to what you're saying. To us. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> cake slices. That's there. Very good. Paying attention there, Lockhart. Good boy. Extra experience for you. <laughs> there is there's a host- experience in the system, is there? Yeah, there's experience. Oh. It's all dark, but you know. There is a hospital connected to the new prison. It is over a hundred years old, with narrow windows and massive stone walls. I'm going to guess that's you. Yes, hospital. Newfangled medicine. That would be that one. Hospital. Uh, Because take these maps. What? I didn't have time. I just copied them and put them in here. You'll notice there's actually six of them or something, so I didn't really have time to annotate them all. This is the overview map. Every other map is annotated. There's six, and it's shaped like a six. (gasps) So, uh, it is over 100 years old with narrow windows and massive stone walls. Because of the large number of inmates at the prison, only a small part of this building is actually used as a hospital. Mm. The prison is surrounded by a stone wall 24 feet high with a series of wooden towers distributed along it. A number of other buildings also sit inside the wall, a central guardhouse, the governor's house, the stables, the dog kennels, and a small cemetery and chapel. So that would be... Small for now. Right. Actually, it doesn't tell me which is which. So I'm going to say that... Who the hell cares? But <laughs> if it becomes say... important later on, it'll already be annotated somewhere. It's not annotated anywhere. After this, it just annotates the main buildings. Um... So let's make some assessments. Uh, which looks like the central guard house to you? Probably one of the ones that... But most of the prisoners are in here, in the old jail. Exactly. 
Oh, furthest from the prisoners. Well, furthest, but whatever. It's a lot of buildings further from that. Say this building here was the hospital. Yes. And that's old. Yes. And all this stuff down here is old. Yes, and this is the new wing. New. This was connect. Yeah, this is built to connect them. Okay. It was two freestanding buildings prior to that point. Okay. So I would, th- I would think one of the largest buildings would be the, the headquarters of the cards. That's fair. Mm. Okay, uh, which do we think is the governor's house? Would that be beside it? Maybe, or maybe for... Well, yeah, well why not? Or, or, like, what's this little area up here? Is that the cemetery? That, I think that's probably more likely the cemetery with the small uh, chapel. All right, then. Um, so we have... The governor's house, the sen- the stables, and the dog kennels. They'll the be other two. Maybe at the top there, those two northern buildings. Mm. And then there's various outhouses and such. The guard dogs are allowed to run loose in the grounds at night. Do we have any questions thus far? Nope. Okay. Sounds pleasant, almost, right? Sounds homey. Such a nice place. Ah, they don't build them like this anymore. Would you like to see a map of the inside of the buildings? Sure. Sure. In that case, let's drag your little player icon over to here. This is the ground floor of the jail, of the prison. Can you see the numbers? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so... 16 is the Hall of the Old Jail. So that's here. I'm guessing that's the Old Jail. 17 is Death Row. Do you want to rotate it so that the numbers are facing the right way? I could do that. I left it the way that it's annotated in the book, so north is north, but I can do that. Wow. We can do it. I guess I just need to select it and spin it round, right? But then it won't be in the right orientation for the other map. It's okay. Death Row's so small. Boom! How's that? There we go. Uh, getting good at this lockout. I figured out how to use it a bit. Gonna get dangerous. Yes, Death Row is kind of small. Let's it's get dangerous. Dark Winter. <laughs> <laughs> I think I missed something there culturally. Does anyone want to know what's what? You know this place pretty well, so... Uh, how about relative, um, guard places that are well lit? Guard places, <laughs> okay. Number three is Sources the nurse... of light, yes. That's okay, number three oh. is... This is the nurse's room on number three. And I think we're back. There we go. We paused long enough that nobody manned. Number three, as indicated over here, again, let's see if it pauses again. No, we got it, is the nurse's nurse's room. Um, Eight nurses work at the hospital. They sit here and chat. More male as well? Yes. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Four is the sick rooms. Two is the entrance to the hospital. Uh... Guard room number six is a guard room. This here is a guard room. 
Uh, a small office with a rickety table where a guard registers all visitors. That's what that one's for. You may work there from time to time. Uh, seven is the new prison central hall. Eight is the guard room and... S- is there another guard room that's here? Uh, this one is a room where the guards sit down between their patrols through the wings. There is a table and a few chairs in this room. That one's like a staff room, then. Kind of, but if you're, if you're kind of walking around, this is where you kind of stop to rest before your next patrol. And this has two two tiers of cells with a balcony on the top, you said? I'll, I'll show you the second floor in a second. Oh, okay. We've got to go around, because you work here, you need to know your way around it. Uh, dining hall is number 12. What's number 9? Number 9 is the exercise yard. Checking, because you skipped it. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to find the bits where the light is, apparently. <laughs> dining hall is that. The number 13 is the dining hall and workshop. Basically the same thing, but with benches and tables. It kind of multi-purpose room between the two. Uh, 14 is the kitchen. So that's here. It's kind of cozy, right? 15 is a washroom. Uh, 16 is the hall of the old jail. 17 is death row. 18 is workhouses. Some prisoners are allowed to do simple woodworking projects here. 19 is the morgue. Ah, with the door to the gallows. uh... Yeah, I've got to get the guys. The kitchen for a second. <laughs> There's the kitchen right onto the gallows yard. <laughs> um, very good. Um, Twenty is the workshop. I thought the workshop in the. There's various workshops. Okay. Is there a list that you can? It's pages and pages of description. Uh... Just get the general feeling for the place. I think that's the important part. It's a hard one to do. I don't remember that any of these are. All you've got to assume is that anything that's a corridor you can walk along. Anything with a door is probably where prisoners will eat you. Well, then don't bother telling me at all. Well, no, we need to know a general idea of it. If we need to know it, then we're not going to know it this way. Just trying to give you an overview. Trying. We're all going to die in the we'll coming remember. riots anyways. And we'll you'll remember, we'll ask again. Yeah, if you need to ask, we can ask. So, it also has a first floor. Just to make things even worse, there's actually a second floor to this place. So let nice. me rotate it. So on this floor this is, is... the top floor? This is, yes, the second floor. Well, to you, the second floor, to me, the first floor. You go top down? Well, no, in England we have ground floor, first floor, second floor. Mm-hmm. Here we have first floor, second floor. What is Canada like? We're first floor, second floor. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a ground floor. So this is technically the first floor to you guys, the second floor. But yes, it is the top floor. Um, the only floor other than the. That's why I specifically ask top floor, not first or second. Yeah, this is this is the upper floor. This is the yeah the floor that is the top. So two again is sick rooms. Three is a doctor's consultation room, where Doctor Peacock 
makes his twice weekly calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Do you do that on purpose, or is it really? No, cool? it's called Doctor Peacock in the book. Uh, four is Doctor Peacock's office. Five is a storage room for drugs and bandages and the like. Yeah. Mm. Uh, eight is a visitors' room used for important visitors. Clive Wilson, the priest, um, tends to kind of hang out in this room as well sometimes. Nine, again, is a visitor's room. Ten is an office of Matthew Clark, the superintendent. See where we are? Mm -hmm. Very good. Upper floor. Guard room, number 14. It's probably where you guys are going to hang out the most. It's over here. Um, this is the assembly room of the guard captains, and you have your offices in the next corridor. So, number 15 is the office of Will Taylor. That's me. That's you. Your office is here. Oh, wow, we get our own offices? You're guard captains, you're not just guards. Cool. Yeah. 16 is the office of Michael Brown. 17 is the office of Harlan O'Connor, who is another guard captain. 18 is the office of Rick Dawsley, which is Thingster. And always has been. 19 is the supply of arms. Oh, we said you have Marlin in 1888s, but apparently you have Lee Medford rifles. But the stats are the same. 20 truncheons, 40 Lee Medford rifles, 20 boxes of 100 rifle shells... Ten Webley Mark II revolvers and two boxes of shells. The steel door opens into the room. From 14? Okay. Yeah. 20 is the governor's office. Right. 21 is some kind of back room in the governor's office. Hey, you have to go through my room to get into the weapons room. No, uh, the guard room. The guard assembly room. Oh. Uh, which one's mine, then? 15? Yeah. Yeah, you're 15. I heard 14, I think. <laughs> so there's, if you can see in 13, which is the upper hall, there's a set of stairs just here. That's how you get up into this area. And then you come through this door into your assembly room and then into your corridor to get to your offices or you can go across the way and into the warden's office. So your whole little administrative section's kind of isolated up here. Okay? Right. Where does that translate to on the bottom floor? To the bottom floor? It translates to the old jail. Let me show you by hopping back. It is this set oh, of stairs here. Okay. Up next to the morgue. <laughs> the middle of and then in the mall. also a set of stairs that goes down into a basement that is used for um, there's another guard room down there and there's a laundry and there's the solitary confinement cells for a second I was asking why is there a guard room in the basement but solitary confinement with yes there's a guard room down there I have a map of that too mm -hmm. but it's a small place so let's not worry about it quite yet so, yeah, literally that's just solitary confinement. And then the old solitary confinement cells. And there's some kitchen storage down there for kind of cold stores, so like salted fish and things like that. They're kind of underground in the basement down there as well. 
right. in like a side room. So, that's generally the place. Does anybody have any questions before we proceed? It's, ten, it's like a squat little place, and you spend a lot of time here. So what map would you like to be on? Would you like to be on the second floor or the first floor for now? Um, would, we, would we be on the second floor doing administrative stuff for now? Yeah, I guess you would. Let's do that. Let's put you up there. I don't you, don't actually, you don't actually need your characters on the map, but if you feel the need, you can pull them on. You have characters? No, I meant your icons, your little dudes. Can you pull them on? Or do just I have the, to do that? Just the picture from our thing? I don't think I can. Oh. I, don't see, I don't know what you mean. I think they're a bit big, to be honest. They're a little large. You could shrink them, though. How do you get them? How's that? They're a little big, perhaps. Mm. Even tiny, they look a bit ridiculous. What do you think? Didn't you say 16 was my room? Oh, I'm sorry. Things in 18, isn't he? Yep. (laughs) There you go. Things in 18 doing his job. Dorsley, what are you doing in my room? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, terrible news. The uh, budget shortage. We're going to be on half candles for the month. Oh, dear. That's, um, yeah. well, I better stock up then, shall I? <laughs> Half candles. That's funny. I, I, oh. I specifically looked to see when the flashlight was invented, and not yet. No, not yet. You're on, you're on lots of carrots for night vision, and that is all. <laughs> oh, oh, like that thing that was posted around the internet with the, with the plastic bottles magnifying yeah. the sunlight. Hey, you did, I saw that. That's it. posted around the internet. Well, I saw it, and then you posted it. But it was, it was a news article on the BBC. That's mm-hmm. right. It was kind of cool, though. It was very cool. Yes. Anyway, are we happy? Do you want to situate the other characters, or are you I happy like that? Three times. I said I don't know how to do that. Oh, just grab your picture and drag it onto the. Mm-hmm. No. I can't do it with mine. How did Thing do it? I dragged my picture off into the. What are the what are the permissions for the others? I thought they were all set right. Maybe not. Hang on. There's Lindsay. Let me check the permissions. Hang on. Did you do that? Or did I do that? I moved you on there. Okay. Uh, let me check the permissions. Permissions. All players can edit and control Lindsay. Uh, all play all players are set to Lindsay, be able to control everybody. Uh, everybody's set to all players, Lockhart, so you should be able to pull yourself on. <laughs> Notice I didn't say pull yourself off. I'll drag you on, hang on. There you go. Okay. Ah, guess you're doing paperwork. Um, really, of course, um, playing solitaire. Mm. Yes, on your on your on your computer. No, the deck of cards. <laughs> I like that. Just like normal modern life, just many many like a hundred years of plus go. <laughs> He's playing solitaire. Somebody comes in, he presses the panic button and shoves his cards. <laughs> <in the crowd. laughs> ah! It sounds like a lot of effort. <laughs> it does, right? <laughs> His screensaver comes up. He like puts like a painting down over the top of his desk. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you're situated in your little guard rooms, in the summer, 
1894, everything changes with the arrival of a new governor. Another one. Yes, for you, another one. His name is Anthony Barclay. He moves, he moves his office to a more central place in the main building and begins by tightening up all procedures. So, this is his new office. It was his office anyway. Office is 20, just near you. Prisoners are not allowed to talk to each other. Neither are they permitted packages from the outside. Beatings, isolations, and short or shortened rations are punishments meted out for the smallest infractions. Midnight inspections become the norm on random prisoners. You, if you weren't already, are all promoted to guard captains, each responsible for one of the wings. So, shall we say Lockhart is responsible for the north wing, Lindsay is responsible for the east wing, and Thing is responsible for the west wing. And the other guy is responsible for the new wing. Mm. The Irish guy that nobody so which, talks to. Which wing is uh, Death Row? That would be the West Wing. Hmm. Which I think is Lindsay. Did we say? Yay. So they'll be quiet. <laughs> Soon. The governor spends time instructing each of you in ways to impose discipline effectively. Gradually, over time, procedures are tightened even more. Torture and mock executions become common, and a system of informers is instituted. Doesn't it sound like a great place to work? Of course. Time Wonderful. top 100. Let's have a mock execution. <laughs> Oops, not so mock now. You know that uh, Miller fellow in cell 108? He has been giving me a bit of trouble lately. Let's do a mock execution of him, shall we? Mm-hmm. No, you want to do a real execution of him. <laughs> or beat him or torture him. Yes, yes. Well, so, torture tends to occur downstairs in the basement. There is a room specifically outfitted for this purpose. Down in the old solitary confinement cells, there has been some rebuilding, and um, he's ch- that's where the prisoners are taken to be um, tortured. Hooray for torture. Hooray now- for torture. Hooray at last. It is now December. Anthony Barclay has been at Sandburn for five months. At first, you guys thought stricter discipline was progress, perhaps saving you from a hopeless situation. Now, you're beginning to become a little uncertain, as several prisoners have died as a result of the punishment methods, but at the moment, you're still pretty loyal to the governor. It's early December, and the governor comes into your offices, specifically to speak to Rick Dawsley. Rick, 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 if you would, um, come and speak to me in my, my office. Mm, yes. Mm. He's kind of a big fat man. He looks like the, like a big fat bureaucrat. He has like a very smart suit, which you don't think you've ever seen him change or ever take off. 
and he wears tiny little glasses on the end of his nose that you don't think he really needs. <laughs> he has big chubby hands that he likes to wring when he walks. So he walks, waddles off back to his office. I'll, I'll follow him. I don't have an icon for him, but he's in his office. Rick, do take a seat. Thank you, sir. I have a task for you. A task. Um, I, I trust you would be, be amiable. Um, I would like you to clean out the bottommost solitary confinement cell, the one that's down the stairs a little further than the rest. I believe there's, I believe there's been a prisoner down there for a little while. Um, for a little while. Uh, I'd like you to, to just leave him there. Uh, just, just manacle him to the back wall. Um, but I need the cell. Just manacle him to the wall and then and make sure it's cleaned uh, and sweep it out. Uh, scrub the walls and the floor. Um, uh, just make sure the prisoner is clamped so you're safe while you're doing it. Um, and then, then I want you to come back to, to my office. Um, there's something we need to discuss. All right, sir. I'll see to it. The, the cell he's mentioning lies below death row at the end of a long staircase and corridor. Scrubbing now. It looks like that. Ah. <laughs> For want of a nicer place, it looks like that. Luxurious accommodations. The door is closed when you get to it, as as most doors here. All right. Uh, hand on truncheon. Uh, is there a slidey window thing or? There is, a sli- there is a two slidey window things. There's one at eye level and there's one at floor level for passing food into right. the cell. Open the upper one and look through to see if the uh, prisoner's uh, this, visible. The- this room was once a storeroom, um, but now it is used as an extension of solitary confinement. There is no cot in this room. There is no light. The only light is the light you brought with you. You see some straw on the floor, and amid the straw there is a naked man. You think he's been here about half a year. He's mumbling to himself. I must have done something bad. I'll hammer on the door with my uh, truncheon and to rouse him. And he scurries, he scurries backwards into a corner, tries to shield himself with his tiny emaciated arms. He has a huge shaggy beard. You think he's probably in his fifties, and the smell in this room is absolutely awful. Disgraceful. All right, I'll uh, unlock the door and. Let myself in, close the door behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, this room's already got uh, manacles, I assume, installed then for the... As you walk in, you realize there's a set of clamps against the back wall. Right. Up against the back wall. He kind of mutters to himself and rocks a little bit. <laughs> Just hides his eyes from the light. You realize he probably hasn't seen the light in probably about six months. He's probably completely batshit insane by this point. All right. No, yeah, yeah. If 
Taught you this the hard way. Ah. Oh, really, uh, yeah, you motherfuckers. Hey, enough of that language. Stand up. He kind of gets to his feet a little and leans against the wall. He's kind of squatting and kind of bumping against the wall. Over a little, over over towards the clamps. Uh, no. He wanders that kind of shuffles along with a bit of a limp. Broad, You're prodding him with your your truncheon. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. You, yeah wish had, you wish you had electricity running through it. <laughs> he kind of gets over to the clamps. He doesn't look very happy by this by this idea. Uh, all right. I will back up, set the candle down on the floor. I guess mm-hmm. there's no cot. Could have a lantern. Oh yeah, lantern. Yeah, sorry. And then uh, grab one of his wrists to. Uh, no, 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 no. He tries up. to pull away, but you realize he's really weak. You kind of grip him, and his hand is his wrist is surprisingly narrow. Hmm. He smells really bad. No wonder they need the cell cleaned. I'll clamp him up to the wall. You clamp him. He barely resists you. He doesn't seem to be happy, kind of like upright against the wall. He just kind of slumps down in the clamps, mumbling quietly to himself. I guess I'd better go get a uh, broom and... Lots of water and a bucket. Shouldn't I be having one of the junior guards do all the scrubbing? Well, you didn't mention (laughs) getting a junior guard. Yeah, he probably wants it done right. I'll just... It takes you you several hours to clean out the cell. You brush out the old disgusting straw, and you wash the floor with a mop that you consider burning afterwards. (laughs) <laughs> Literally, the water runs black for at least an hour before you start to get some of the staining off the floor. But you do a pretty good job. I think it's pretty clean. You even kind of wash down the prisoner with your mop. <laughs> Not wanting him to dirty the place again. Oh, yeah. Well, at least on half rations, you can't soil it too bad too fast. Half rations? Ah! All right, I will uh, exit out of the uh, cell, lock it mm-hmm. back up, well, okay. taking the lantern with me, mm-hmm. and head back up to the uh, captain after tidying myself up a bit. Or, he's, sorry, the he's commandant. The governor. He's governor. the governor. He's a governor, not a commandant. <laughs> he's, he's, the, he's the rear admiral. <laughs> Stalag. Okay. Ah, oh, um, Rick... How, how did it go? Uh, pretty well. The place was a bit of a mess, but... Good, good. Is, is the man down there uh, still alive? Yeah, mumbling. Uh, I think he's gone a little silly in the dark. Oh, what a shame. These poor, poor fellows with their weak minds are so attracted to the criminal way of life. It is a tragedy, but we have to attempt to correct them in the best ways we can. Mm. So, Rick, the job. please sit down. Would you like a cigar? He opens no. a humidor on his desk. Uh, no, I don't smoke. 
Ah, but they are fine. Perhaps, perhaps you could take it as a gift. Give it to your oh. father or something. Oh, thank you, sir. You say eighteen hundreds, and you don't smoke. <laughs> no, oh, I, I chew. Like, he'd be like, "Are you homosexual?" <laughs> it's, it's, it says I chew tobacco, so. <laughs> oh, don't want to mix my tobaccos. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to be using that cell for some um, private experimentation. I knew, if uh... it, oh, sorry. If it turns out well, it could prove profitable for both of us. Ah, oh, very good, sir. Yes. Uh, but we must be able to work in absolute privacy. So, um, I need to make sure that no one on the staff will interrupt us while we're at our business. Um, tell, tell Superintendent um, to, to keep his people away from the lower basement, if you would, and ask him to send me ten pounds, oh, ten half-pound candles um, tomorrow, I'll need a man at four in the morning. One of the junior guards will suffice mm. uh, to do something for me. Is that clear? Ten in the morning, you say? Yes. Uh, four in the morning. Four in the morning. Yes. Four in the morning, it? ten half-pound candles. Ten half-pound candles. Would you like me to write that down for you, Rick? Uh, no, I can oh, put it in my notebook. Can you read, Rick? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, very good. Good man. Good man. It's nice to have educated guards. Hmm. Some of the ones that we're getting these days, that's terrible. They're barely, barely separated from the prisoners themselves. <laughs> have to keep an eye on those sort. They'll end up in here one time or another, I'm sure. It's a good job hmm. they made it here as guards, otherwise they'd just be here anyway. <laughs> terrible. So, um... Before you leave, uh, I'll be needing your assistance uh, from you and your compatriots, um, the other chaps across the way, in, in, in a little matter, but we'll talk about that later. All right, sir. So, what are you going to do? Um, uh, I will go talk to somebody about the uh, candles and uh, go talk to the superintendent about... Uh, the superintendent would be the guy to talk to about candles. Yeah. And the, su the superintendent basically looks after kind of the menial staff in the building. He looks after the cooks and the errand boys, and the he has some assistants that do various tasks around the place. Hmm. He's a man called Matthew Clark. He has spent 30 years keeping track of food and clothing here. Uh, he's in his 60s. He's short, balding, but has a huge beard. <laughs> Sounds like a fire hazard. Right. Ah. Hello, sir. I'll be needing uh, ten half-pound candles for the uh, governor's, uh, one of the governor's special projects. Aha. Uh -huh. Special project, you say? He makes a note on something. Half-pound candle? Uh, yeah, ten of them. Ten half-pound candles. What could he be lighting with those, I wonder? No. He writes it down on a piece of paper. But when does he want them? Uh, right away. All right, oh, we'll get them from stores. He calls and, uh, and he calls and an errand boy appears at his door. He instructs him to go fetch ten half-pound candles, and he dashes off into the into some right. secret storeroom you probably never would have found. 
and also the uh, furthest uh, isolation cell down in the basement. The, you know, the the what, dank that, one. That old storeroom. Dank one. That old storeroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, word is you should keep your lads uh, clear of there for a while. Don't really have much need to go down there, I have to say. Not since we uh, sealed that poor old guy down there and basically threw his key away. <laughs> so we're saying what? We're not to go and feed him? Uh, I guess that's uh, the case. Maybe the governor will be taking care of that in his project. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So the governor has a project that involves candles and a chap that's in the basement. I think we'll stay well clear of there. Sounds a little fishy to me. Mm. Wouldn't you say, Rick? Uh, well, been a lot of changes. Hopefully, uh, this one will uh, have a little positive influence on the prisoners. Well, let's hope so. Oh, I'm getting. It's pretty bad. All those ones dying. Well, it's rough life, but that's the job these days. Well, yes, at least we're getting paid, I suppose. It's no worse than two um, super in- uh, two governors back <laughs> with all of his talking to people and trying to understand them. I guess this yeah, is just the hard. other end of the scale. It swings backwards and forwards. I mean, I've been here longer than you. I've seen even harsher things, I'm sure. Hmm. So, yes, uh, I'll send the lad along with the candles to you when he gets them. I think so. I'll uh, be up in my office then. Of course. Toodle pip. Bloop. Lens, you still there? Yep. Okay, you went a bit pixelated on us. Okay. Um, after about ten minutes, a lad raps on your door, and he has in his arms ten big candles. They're wrapped in uh, brown paper. Excellent. And string. <laughs> Here you are, sir. Here you are. Ten candles like what you ordered. Ah, good lad. Mm. He looks at you half expectantly. That'll be all. And walks away. <laughs> now what, Rick? Oh, shoot. Uh, I guess... Uh... Bring the governor's candles. Okay. Ah, oh, thank you. Very good. Uh, good, good. Good. Very good. Um, did you arrange for, 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 the, for the lad? To, for one of your, your, your chaps? Oh, I'm uh, just about to sort that part out now, too. Ah, oh, very good. Very good. I'll, I'll trust you to it, Rick. Um, uh, thank you. Go find a uh, suitable, impressionable-looking... Uh, Junior guard. Okay. One who hasn't been properly scarred by the brutality yet. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody fresh faced, yes, yes. So you find a guard. Uh, hello, sir. Oh, uh. You up for a bit of a. It's, hmm? it's Goggins, sir. Goggins, ah, yes, sir. Frank, Frank Goggins. I hear good, promising things about you. Uh, oh, thank you, sir. I try me hardest. Yes, yes. We've got a a bit of a special task for you. Governor's got a... Oh, good, sir. I do like special tasks, sir. Governor's got a uh, bit of a special project going, and uh, you seem just the lad to help him out. Very good. The governor, sir. Oh, Hmm. oh, oh. He makes me a bit nervous, sir. He's so high up and all. 
Uh, he puts his pants on uh, one leg at a time like the rest of us. <laughs> that's, that's funny, sir. That is, that's right funny. Aye. My old die used to say the same thing. Uh, well, uh, hope you're an early riser. I need you at uh, 4 a.m. down in the uh, basement. Oh, yes. I was on morning shift anyway, so I should be around. All right. So down in the uh, far back uh, dinkus cell, uh, you know, the... Oh, that creepy one at the bottom of them stairs. That's just the one. I don't much like that cell now. That guy in there, he's well crazy. Well, he's... Oh, uh, mumbling to himself and rocking and, you know, scratching at the walls. He should be properly restrained and recently cleaned out the cell, so it should be a little better in there for you. Oh, very good. It does stink down there, I have to say. Mm. It's pretty stinky. Yeah, well, you know, if you... Uh, stay in some place for that long, probably get a little odorous. Mm. All right, 4, 4 a.m., you said, sir. Yes, yes. I'll head down there, there well early to be sure I'm not late. Good lad. Anything I need to be taken with me, sir? Oh, crap. I should have wrote that down. Uh, just your usual kit. Okay, no problem. So, your evening passes. Some of you are on watch, some of you are not. Those of you that leave probably go home for a while. <laughs> home. <laughs> yeah, some of you actually do leave this place and go home. This place is home. <laughs> for you, maybe. But other people actually have lives. Morning comes, you all go about your business. Sir. Mm, yes, sir. Sir, it, it, it's me, Goggins, sir. Oh, oh, yes, Goggins. You didn't tell me I had to bury a dead guy, sir. Oh, um, well, they're a little vague on the specifics. You didn't look very happy. Well, probably happier than he was before this. I don't know. Governor said to bury him in the common behind the prison, you know, where all the ill folk get buried. Hmm. The folk that die of, um, you know, the the room down the corridor there. Ah. You know, when they've been extra bad. The, um, how does the governor put it? The extreme corrections room. No. Oh, well. He looked uh, like he'd been extremely corrected, I have to say, sir. Mm. I did not like it one bit. Yeah, well, you know, governor sets the orders. That's true. I guess it's fair. He'd been in there for a while. He was probably happy to meet his maker, take a bit of a smell of the air, so to speak. Yeah, he, yeah. What, once animals been caged for that long, freedom really doesn't... Uh, Sit well with them sometimes. As Mima says, sir, I'm sure he's in a better place right now. Couldn't have been much worse, I have to say. <laughs> he did a sterling job at cleaning the place up. Oh, thank you, sir. Looked very nice. Looked very nice. Were you one that drew them things on the floor? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. Must have been the governor then. Very artistic, our governor, it seems. Huh. I haven't seen that side of him. Maybe I'll go take a look at them sometime. We're all lit by candles and everything. Perhaps he's he's got a romantic side, maybe. 
Dimar hmm. says ladies like candles, you know. Romantic time in a dungeon of an extreme <laughs> corrections room with candles. Oh my. That's a shackled prisoner. Dimar always said that she liked candles on an, on, in a darkened room at night. Yes, well, they do uh, shed a little light on the world. Aye, especially when you've got no windows down there, sir. Yeah, well, most basements are rather hard to uh, light otherwise. I don't know. I think something bizarre's going on. Maybe he's one of them man-witches. Witches. He's an educated man. I'm sure he doesn't believe in such tosh. My ma said there's witches. Hmm. She said I had to be careful. He said, Frank Goggins, you be careful of them witches and don't you be going talking to them. So I better be careful, sir. Don't think he's a man-witch, do you? Uh, no, I don't think I've ever seen him with a pointy hat. No, that's true. He only wears that suit. I'm pretty certain that wouldn't be very good for flying about on a broom and nothing. No, no. no. Not very aerodynamic. That's a big word, sir. What does that mean? Uh, something with flying. Oh, very good, sir. I like that. We're flying and all that. It's it's technical. It'd take too long to explain. Of course, of course. That's why that's why you're in charge, sir. And I'm just down here burying dead guys in the back. Well, you know, keep at it one day, and you might be up here in an office yourself. Oh, I'd love an office. Way too much. I'd love an office, sir. What? He's way too much. He's so not going to survive. <laughs> Doesn't know how to take orders and shut up. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll be off now. The lads told me, asked me to say, uh, to say, uh, go go tell them what happened last night. So I'll be going to tell them while I'm playing cards. Uh, well, you know, you might want to skip a few of the details. The governor sometimes likes his uh, privacy. Okay, I'll skip a few of the details. Which specific details would they be, sir? Perhaps about him being a man witch. Uh, yeah, that's probably for the best. You might want to skip over some of the art. Okay, yeah. well, okay I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Uh, we'll just say there was a dead guy and some candles. I'm yeah. sure that I'm sure they won't get suspicious at all. <laughs> well, there's been plenty of dead guys around here. True, true. He wanders off. Heads to one of the brick rooms. I guess he I'll... Op- uh... He opens the door. There's a big puff of c- cigarette smoke comes out, cigar <laughs> smoke, and uh, to pipe smoke. Then he wanders in. There's kind of raucous guard noises coming from inside. I think I'll uh, wander down to take a look at this art and see if I can you know, glean anything of this uh, softer side of the uh, governor here. Okay, the door is closed and locked. Oh. The softer side of the governor. I love it. Hmm. <laughs> Your key no longer seems to work. Huh. Has the lock been changed or is it just a... Uh, it appears the lock may yeah. have been changed. Oh, must be uh, top secret uh, reformation techniques or something. Oh, well. Looking through the window, you kind of see something's painted on the floor, Hmm. but you're not quite sure what. Oh, well. You see the shapes of candles at specific points in the room as well. Scattered about in a circle or something? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Something like that. Trying to light up the place. Oh, at least you didn't set the straw on fire. No, no, you swept all that out. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I guess back to the office. 
For the next few weeks, rumours spread around the prison among the guards and the prisoners. I wonder where they came from. About strange goings-on in the basement, about sacrifices and about strange magic. Some of the some of the some of the prisoners in the north wing are pretty certain there's a ghost. Uh, until that that idea is beaten out of them. Superstitious folk. Things continue to get kind of harsh. Again, rations are cut one more time. The governor doesn't like these rumors that are floating around. He's very strict at the idea that he, they should be stamped out with a truncheon wherever they're heard. The guards, in general, take great pleasure in stamping, but also find themselves spreading the rumor at the same time. Uh, did you hear that rumor about the ghosts and the black magic? You did! <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think Rick likes his job too much. <laughs> it's all about the job. He has been there 20 years, I mean. That's true, right? He's like, he's been dying to open up a can of whoop-ass for like 18 of them. You don't say, you don't survive under so many governors without, you know, following the rules. Very adaptable. That's funny. Okay, so it's December the 21st. It's cold outside. The governor summons you three to his office. Yay. Ah. Governor Barkley. Hello there. Uh, Mr. Brown. Uh, Mr. Dawsley and uh, Mr. Taylor. Let's put you in the governor's office. There we go. I uh, have... might want to change the map, Al, for the players. Oh, Not yeah. Oops. Let's try that. Thank you, Lockhart. It's a good joke. There's nothing that tells me that except for that top bar that says players and I had it closed. <laughs> there should be some kind of alert or something. Alert. Even though the screen over here had what you're seeing on it, I clearly was oblivious to it. <laughs> Ah, um, gentlemen, take a seat. He sits down in a big chair that groans under his weight. Would would you care for a cigar? They're very good. Ah, thank you, sir. Um, Yes, I'd quite fancy one, thank you. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Taylor? Fine to quit. Really? Bad for you, you know. I didn't hear that. I heard it was something stylish that the ladies liked. Do you not want to get with the ladies, Mr. Taylor? Is there a reason you called us? Oh, I like that. Straight to business. Straight to business. I uh, require your assistance with um, a matter. Another rumour? Well, we can um, stamp that out once again. Oh, no, 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 no. This is a more practical task, uh, Mr. Brown. It's it's um, something down in that old solitary cell um, that Mr. Dawsley cleaned out for me. Ah. Oh, yes. What was this? It is... Uh, oh, he cl- f- some weeks ago I gave him the, the task of cleaning that cell out. Uh, ah, well, there we go, then. There we go. 
He did a he did a sterling job. Sterling. I've been doing some some private things down there. Some um, investigations, important correctional experiments, shall we say? Well, whatever can help rehabilitate these poor prisoners is all good progress, I'd say. It's not about rehabilitation. It's about beating sense into them, sir. Beating it into them. Only by brand and stick will they learn the error of their ways. Rehabilitation. Pa. Quite, sir, quite, yes. Very good. I'm glad you agree. So, shall we say just before midnight, and don't tell anyone about it. This shall be our secret. I have to say, of course, um, you will be paid for your work. No question about that at all. Um, there's nothing illegal involved, I promise you that, uh, so don't worry. And uh, you will be paid handsomely, but only if you keep it between us now. Shh. Just showing up uh, downstairs at midnight, sir. Yes. Shall we say just at the door around midnight? Actually, just before midnight would be best, I think. Hmm. Well, I, I don't much care too much for late night work, but as you wish, Governor. They're very good. Uh, feel free to bring lanterns and the like. Oh, it is kind of dark down there, although I should have the room lit by the time you get there. All right, sir. Anything else that we need to bring, sir? No, no, it should be fine. Uh, there are some tools that I will bring for you. No, oh, this is expected to be hard labour, sir. Perhaps we could get one of the strapping younger guards to help out. Oh, no, no, no. No need to involve them. Uh, it's going to be very, very easy, uh, very light, um, and very lucrative. Ah. <laughs> like the sound of that, sir. I quite agree with those terms, Governor. Very good. Miss, Mr. Taylor? Anything you say, <laughs> He's feeding the dog. Why? Okay, sorry. She's barking. So, unless you want her to carry on barking, you're not to Well, maybe there's a dog in the yard. So, what do you do? Are you talking to anyone about it? Um, I'll probably um, just. Uh, if I don't have my own, I'll probably be making a request of the superintendent for a lantern, um, a very nice, bright, um, yep. clean glass lantern with a good you store can, of oil to it. You've probably got your own lanterns when you I, walk I'm, around at night. And yours I'm, is probably the shiniest lantern. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to think so. So apart from getting that ready, you're getting it all full with oil. Yes. Um, perhaps having a bit to spare. I don't know how late she expects us to work, but... Hmm. Hmm. Pack a sandwich. Pack a sandwich. Mr. Taylor, anything specific you're doing? Yeah. No? Yeah. Checking the uh, latest issues of Prison Guard Monthly to see if they have any of these new fingled uh, uh, techniques the governor's using, you know. Ah, uh-huh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably just making sure that the um, um, watch schedule for the um, north... Um, um, hall? Wing. Wing. That's wing. the word I'm looking for. It's a wing. <laughs> for the north wing is all set up for my area in case I have to sleep during the morning or something mm-hmm. like that. Your guys yeah. are pretty happy. They're on their normal rotation. Mm. They're kind of used to you having to do kind of administrative tasks during the day. You're not often needed to kind of cover the floor, so to speak. You're just there to organize that area. So you generally do walk it from time to time, but some days you may have 
too much to do, so you tend to not. And, and of course, take take a moment to stop with them, have a game of cards or maybe a pipe smoking competition. Of course, it's important to be uh, to, to be friendly with the guards. Of course. <laughs> okay, so uh, midnight approaches, gentlemen. Uh, head down to the uh, basement. How do I move the character pieces, Lockhart? Do I just copy paste them? Um, you yeah, copy paste works. Very good. Ooh. Bring my best truncheon. <laughs> best truncheon. Does it have a name? Betty. Trunchy. <laughs> Betty the truncheon. There we are. We're in the corridor, heading towards the room. The door. The door is closed. You know, Dorsley does say something about a man who names his truncheon gives it a woman name. How many well, nights have you spent here at the prison? I think you need to go out in the town a bit more. <laughs> what more do you need? we got fine food. we got uh, combinations here. It's... I think it says exactly how long you've been here that you're missing the obvious thing we need. But we can talk about that later after we get paid for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you, need, you need Mr. Taylor's mum is what you need. Uh-huh. sorry Mr. Taylor so the door is closed there is some glimmering light coming through um, from around the cracks in the sides of the door as if uh, candles are burning on the other side Hmm. the governor opens the door behind him the room is spotlessly clean Candles are positioned around the floor at various locations. There is a circle with strange markings inside it, and what appears to be a triangle, which is what he's currently painting on the floor. Hmm. Ah, Governor Barclay. Ah, gentlemen, uh, do come in. Uh, Just stand against that wall there, would you? While while I finish this. I wouldn't want to interrupt your art project. I like that art project. So good. We'll stand against that wall. There you are. Um, he finishes off painting the triangle. Takes him about another ten minutes. He seems to be kind of mumbling to himself gently under his breath while he's doing it. And now, gentlemen, um, if you would be so kind as to each take one of these. He hands each of you a black oily chain. Hmm. Anything you want us to do with it specifically, Governor? Just just hold it there and, and stand against the wall um, for the now. When we is start... This, hmm? Is this training for a new protocol with the prisoners, sir? Yes, these, this is, these are um, new um, devices that we're developing here. He um, walks over to the um, triangle and the circle and uh, cuts his palm and finishes inscribing some markings. Hmm. Oh. You seem to have cut yourself, sir. Uh, should I go uh, get the nurse? I, I needed a little red. Um, well, I'm fine, thank you. After he's finished, he bandages his hand. I should hope you go to see the doctor or the nurses tomorrow, sir. Oh, I shall. Who knows how, how filthy things down here could get. Hmm. Um, now, gentlemen, if you would be so kind as to stand around that triangle right there. Oh, but do not enter it. Just stay on the outside of the triangle, if you would. Do you want us on edges or points? 
whatever works for you is good. As the candles are on the points, it may be best if you're along the edges. All right, sir. I'm not quite sure the aggressive purpose of this exercise, Governor. But shall we just say, should it, we not have helped you draw it or something? No, no, it's fine. It should be good. Uh, don't worry. Now, your only job is, is, is if anything at all, any, anything, anything at all appears in that triangle, you must catch it with your chains. That's all you have to do. All right. Like capturing the running prisoner? Yes. Just just capture the, capture whatever appears with your chains, okay? Are you feeling quite well, sir? I'm sure we'll be fine. Let's just call it an experiment. It's an interest of mine. We are making many advances with science these days. What with that um, Darwin fellow and all that. <laughs> Darwin fellow. That's I'll right. Glance about the room to see if there's, you know, somebody hiding behind a thing that's going to spring out for us to grab there's, onto. There's right literally now. nothing in this room. Hmm. He, he walks over and closes the door and shuts it, locks it, and puts the key in his pocket. Closes it and shuts it. Yeah, he closes the hatches. Did you bring your keys with, her, with you? Hmm? Dorsley, I say, did you, did you bring your keys with you? Uh, yeah, sir. Yeah. Well, I feel rather silly standing here. Now then, I'm I'm just going to take your lanterns and put it against the wall. He moves the lanterns away from the thing. There's plenty of light, don't be scared. Um, I'd quite rather like to hold on to my own lantern, sir. Ah, but you're going to need both hands for your chain. I'd be able to manage with one, sir. I'm pretty certain you need two hands to manage something of that length. Listen to the governor. I'm not entirely sure exactly what um, necessity it is that I'll need to use it. Trust me now. Let's just put it by you here, and you'll, it's there if you need it. But but right. concentrate on the chains. Hmm. Now then, <clears throat> concentrate on the lantern. <laughs> You're just staring at this lantern. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the governor steps carefully into the circle making certain not to touch any of the markings on the floor. He picks up a black book from within the circle, opens it, and begins to intone loudly. This must be the psychological or something. The words... No. The words are unintelligible to you. They are deep and sonorous and bouncing off the stone walls. They seem to kind of build on each other to a crescendo of... Almost several people singing at once. The lights around the circle flicker, and there is a cold wind rushing through the room. All of the candles flicker out, leaving only the couple of torches against the wall to see by. Shadows dance around the walls. Cold wind swirls around the room. The governor continues to speak, and after a few minutes, the candles burst into flame again. Oh, thank God. You (laughs) see a ship appear out of thin air and fall to the ground with a thud inside the triangle. I try to wrap my chain around it. Very good. You reach out with your chain, and as you do so, the governor looks up and shouts, Catch her! Your chain seems to writhe in your hand like a snake and almost jump out of your hand and kind of wrap itself around the thing on the floor. Her? 
At first you think it's an animal that's appeared, but when you look closely as your chains are wrapping around, you realize that it is an old woman dressed in rags. Women in the prison. Yes, the chains that you cast at her, anybody else casting their chain? Um, mostly looking at the lantern to see if it's still on. It is on. In fact, the candles are burning very brightly now as well. It's brighter than when you arrived. Mr. Taylor throws his chain. Brown, remember your duties. Catch her! Give me a second. I'm I'm just lining up the perfect shot and... ah. Okay, your chain writhes snake-like through the air and wraps itself around her. It seems to... The chains seem to kind of press her into the ground, like push her down almost, as if they're very, very heavy. That's um, impressive. You realize, looking, that uh, the chains seem to have merged with her body and also with the stone of the floor. These would be devilishly handy if the bride ever breaks out. Before she's fully caught, you see her reach a thin hand, all gnarled with age, inside her clothing, and pulls something out that drops to the floor. The governor rushes forward with a handkerchief and picks it gingerly off the ground. Hmm. Ah, gentlemen, gentlemen, this is mine. Um, He puts it inside his pocket. You will not regret this, my friends. I can assure you that. Um, I will see to everything here. Uh, You can go to bed. Um, Come to my office in the morning after breakfast, and we will discuss things. Do we just leave her here, Governor? She will be fine for now. I will deal with her. Um, Usually you you subscribe some beatings to prisoners on their first arrival. No, no, no. no. Let's say we are testing the the validity of the the correctional aptitude of the chain device. Hmm. Most impressive new restraints. Ah, yes. They they have been developed in in Germany. Um, Clearly new science, technology, etc., he unlocks the door. Gentlemen, if you will, um, I'll be right up. Get yourselves to bed. Uh, nobody does that clever engineering like the Germans. When will we be paid for this extra work? Oh, very soon, sir. Very soon, Mr. Taylor. We will uh, come to talk to me in the morning, and we will we'll, we'll discuss it. Grab the lantern. Well. All right, then, sir. Uh. Enjoy your evening. Not Enjoy your evening with the old raggedy lady chained to the floor. A bit unusual I'm, having a lady in the I'm prison. I'm Welsh people. There are stranger tastes. Better than the Welsh prisoner that he had last time. What are you spreading rumors there? Uh... So, you guys return to your offices, I guess? Or to your, to your meeting room where you hang out? Wash my hands, get my midnight sandwich out of my bag. Hmm. There's probably some bed area in the guardhouse or something. Yes, you probably sleep in the guardhouse, or you may sleep in this kind of wreck area, depending on whether you want to sleep in the jail or out in the guardhouse. Are you, just, are, are you discussing anything, or are you just accepting it on face value? Well, um, clearly our governor is quite the learned man with much connections to the scientific communities. I never under, understood a word he said. Sounds like proper science to me. Ah. Those, those chains are uh, dashedly uh, good. They, uh... Oh, yes, but German design. We wish you could have found a proper English manufacturer for them. 
Oh, yeah. And oily, too, but they seem to do the job. They almost uh, did the work themselves of restraining the prisoner. Make our job quite a bit easier. I wonder where that prisoner came from. Sorry, what was that, Taylor? But I wonder how long it'll be till there's another body to bury out in the back. Oh, if not from that cell, then probably another in a few days. Mm. I'd, I'd like to train the men to be a bit... Always go for a bit more than less sometimes. A bit more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a simple fact that if they're not heading to the executioner's noose now, you have to beat the crime out of them, otherwise they'll just be heading to it later. <laughs> beat the crime out of them. I like that. I like what that. What do you think that old woman did? Help, help, we're being repressed. <laughs> huh? Goodness knows. Well, she must be some sort of a pickpocket. Apparently she had something of the governor's, so she must be some sort of a pickpocket or something. Well, I mean, she wasn't there when we started there, right? Well, she had to have come from somewhere. She must have been hiding about. Governor flushed her out with his fancy talk. And... You have to look at the simple facts of things. You two are really come here, they're guilty. Hmm. If they weren't guilty, they wouldn't go to the prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why we have courts and judges. She looked like she'd come from a courthouse. Uh, I've seen worse come from a courthouse. One particularly foul person thought that if he covered himself with shit that we wouldn't put him into a jail cell. <laughs> I used to work in an old people's home. They used to do that. <laughs> I don't think they had old people's homes in 1894. I believe they were called workhouses. <laughs> yeah, and old was 14, so... That's right, yeah. <laughs> old people were in their 35s. So, you retire for the evening after a little banter, possibly some supper. Maybe a maybe a pipe or two. Because it's cool, you know. Yes. Sleep knowing a job pipe, well done and the rewards were competition. competition. Pipe smoking competition. <laughs> I love the idea of that. Well, How so long good. can you smoke a pipe? <laughs> yeah, you're still awake three days later. Uh, How long can you smoke? Well, without relighting it. Yeah. That's funny. So, by the time, just sometime before dawn, you all awaken with a strange feeling that something just happened. The ground, the ground shook a tiny bit, and outside the room appears to be cold. You could see your breath in the air. Winter. It is winter. But the temperature has dropped significantly since you went to bed. It's December. Quickly, of course, grabbing a match, lighting the lantern beside my bed, getting up, laying the lantern beside the doorway. (laughs) (laughs) It's very cold. You realize it's colder than normal. I don't think it's ever been this cold in here. You realize also outside it appears to be darker than normal, even though it's night time. You would expect the moon and the stars to light up the courtyard a little, but it looks almost pitch dark outside. Must be a cloudy night. Or morning here. Probably grabbing a lamp. I don't know. 
let's see, what would they have for central heating? Would it just be a furnace? Probably. You'd have a, you'd have some kind of probably a wood-fired something or other or a right. furnace. Or would it just be individual rooms? Maybe, yeah, probably. It depends how the building was constructed. I think it's probably an old building, so you probably just have like a, a little wood-burning thing in your room. So probably just inspect that. It's giving out some heat, but it doesn't seem to be getting as far as you would like it. Hmm. It's also not giving out a great deal of light. Hmm. Everything seems gloomier, slightly darker, and colder than it was when you went to bed. But you suspect it's probably close to dawn, so hopefully everything will be fixed when the sunshine comes up. Oh, probably just double. a bit of a bit of a cold snap, you think. Better double the socks today. Very good. Double socks. And see if the cook's got a kettle on yet. You head over to the kitchens. The sky seems dark. You think it's probably dawn or coming on, but nothing seems to be appearing in the sky. Hmm. Seems to be very, very black. There's no moon or stars that you can see. Yeah, I hope it doesn't snow or rain. Do we know anything about eclipses? Not really. Like. Occasionally the dragon eats the moon. And... <laughs> Would that be an education role? <laughs> it, might, it might be based on education, yes. for education. You may wish to, to tax your education and make a roll. I has three. D20 against a four. You need a four four or less on a D20. Four or less? Yes. In this system, you roll under your skill. Let's have a go. One D20. (laughs) You think all kinds of hillbilly bullshit. (laughs) That is totally incorrect. Um, and I'm probably going to the courtyard, I'll probably, um, since I am a bit skittish in the dark and whatnot, of course have lantern with me, can we just call for one of the, um, you said the dogs kind of, um... They do, they roam around, around. yes. So probably just whistle out to call for one to just kind of pat and just walk. Kind of runs up by you, expecting you to be heading for the kitchen. Uh, Yeah. It has no skin, but other than that, it's perfectly normal. (laughs) How are the animals reacting? They they seem skittish. They never liked you anyway. Mm. So they don't really seem all that different to you. But to everybody else, they seem a little skittish. Maybe a fox has gotten into the fox garden yeah. or something. They they seem kind of jumpy. Fuck you, animals. Mm. Fuck you, animals. <laughs> and small children, fuck you. <laughs> all the guard pugs at the uh, prison. <laughs> guard pugs. <laughs> that would be awesome. Hot air balloons. Is that a guard pug noise? In hot air balloons. Was that battle pug on a hot air balloon? Oh no, it was steam pug on the hot air balloon with steam. little goggles. Little goggles and a blimp. That was very awesome. I, 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 <laughs> I have no idea how many times I get sent those things. A pug stuff. Somebody will be like, oh look, I saw this thing, it's amazing. And I'll be like, trying to so, guess which one it is before I click on the link. <laughs> I've seen it. Well, I've seen them all, but I get sent the pug cleaning the computer screen one, probably still at least once a month. That's funny. It's kind of funny. So, you reach the kitchens. Everybody you pass is complaining about how cold it is and how dark it is. 
It's winter. Yeah, but sun should be up by now, sir. Ah, uh, soon the work will keep you warm. Oh, no. We've got daylight savings time by this point. I don't believe you do yet. I think that was a World War One or Two thing. Yeah, it's a little later, yeah. but not yeah, not much later, but a little later. You see Frank Goggins staring up at the sky with his mouth open. What's wrong, Goggins? Ain't no stars, sir. Not moon, not sun. What's oh, going on? Oh, probably clouds. Well, we are in London. I mean, some of the smoke and sometimes... Ah, it could be a pea super, sir. You're right. It could yes. be that. could be that. Yeah, to think of these things, Goggins, yes. Well, it could and be it was a quite, quite the change for me when I moved here from Cornwall. Aye, ah, I can imagine that. Aye. They say women are clean down there, sir. Maybe I'll have a trip one day. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Cream teas, sir. I hear they're good too down there. Cream teas. Cream teas. Oh, you know, cream teas. Like a scone with, with cream and jam and tea. Oh, I could just go for that right now, sir. <laughs> Aye. Mmm. When's payday, sir? Usually oh, is Goggins. March. All in <laughs> good time, all in good time, young lad. Mm. You haven't squandered your last uh, paycheck already, have you? Not, not, well, maybe. Ah, losing at cards again? No, no. I have a worse habit, sir. Is it the women's at Rosie's house? No, it's it's Bessie down at the la, the lamon the lamon tap. Mm. <laughs> oh, she's so round and soft, sirs. Oh my goodness, she's worth every penny. Hmm. Well, keep keep that to uh, your breaks, God. Yeah, yeah, yes. meditation now. Yes, sir. <gasps> he's 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 just looking past you at the sky. <gasps> Look. The point. Yes. Against the black sky, there appears to be a black sun rising. Oh. Black hole sun. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and we all get sucked into oblivion and die. Yeah. This must be one of those... Uh, it's, all your faces go melty according to the video. <laughs> must be one of those very rare kinds of eclipses. What's an eclipse, sir? Uh, Is that one of those twin... things that a telegraph with those three periods after each other? I think I've heard uh, of those. That's when the uh, sun goes dark for you know, some reason. It happens every once in a while. Really? I've never seen it. My ma's never told me about it. You never said you were as scientific as the governor? I can't understand well, you know, a word you're saying either. I try and pick up a few things here and there. <laughs> He's a man of science with three years in school. Tell him about it, and it won't be real. Three years but I'm also in school. an artist, so... <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> ah, you know, he knows everything. You pick these things up and you've been around a while. He's a man of science. I'm scared, sir. I don't like it. Ah, nothing a good cup of tea won't fix. That is true, sir. I'll go put kettle on. That's all the way up there in the sky. And we have... Horrible, bloodthirsty prisoners in the cells right next to us. And you choose that to be scared of? Come on, man. You're scared of the dark, you great big pussy. I just enjoy the lights of a nice lantern. <laughs> or twelve. Or, or twelve. He says, holding on to four. 
<laughs> and trembling. He's got one in his mouth, one in each hand, one strapped to his back. It's like Vin Diesel in pitch black. Uh, oh, come on. Fresh, fresh uniform and a good truncheon by your side. It'll see you right through the day. It's funny. Yes, I'll probably grab a good cup of tea and morning biscuits and then probably make way. He said he wants me to in the morning, did he not? He did. Make way mm. to governor. <clears throat> okay. Just give the occasional slap on the back and reassurance to some of the guards that generally get them to do their duty. Walk, Otherwise, through, I'll have to physically do rounds. Walking through the prison, you realize that both the guards and the prisoners are extremely nervous. Like some, Everyone feels like something's wrong. Oh. Buck up, lads. Black Sunday. Most auspicious. Oh, very good. Lie to them. That's a good tactic. I like it. You gotta show confidence amongst the lads. You get to the governor's office. Ah! Ah, gentlemen, do come in. Come in now. Yeah, is, sorry, Governor's not too early, is it? No, no, not at all. Come in, sit down. Oh, thank you. Sit down. And, um, just means it does seem a bit dark in here than usual. Not that there's anything wrong with it. A little bit of shade, but I quite like a nice bright working surface, really. Mm. Ah. So. How is it this morning out there? How is it out there this morning? Well, uh, something strange seems to be happening what with the fog and the sky and um, um, Dorsley here was saying something about an ellipse. Aha, uh-huh, yes, uh, the ellipse. I'm sure that's that's what it is. Very clever, Dorsley. Now, gentlemen, I want you to uh, work wing by wing together with most of the guards. Obviously, they've some guarding the wings. I want you to go into each cell, remove all of the furniture and burn it in the yard outside, please. Alright. Do we have an infestation problem? No. I also want you to turn off every light in the place. Um, I want you to stop using the stoves for heating. Um, only the offices and the guard rooms will be kept lit and heated. Uh, prisoner rations are to be cut in half. Guard wages are to be doubled. Um, how does that sound, gentlemen? Ah, sounds like uh, you're going to be putting that cost savings to use. Sorry, sir, what were we saying about the lighting? It will be turned out everywhere except for the guard rooms and the offices. These prisoners don't deserve light. Mm. Um, If you're you're doing your rounds, you can take a lantern with you. Uh, How long do these conditions persist, Governor? Until we have uh, managed to um, completely... uh, What was the word you used? Rehabilitate the prisoners. Now stop asking questions and get about your duties. Yes, sir. The, yes, the sir. governor seems just a shade larger this morning. Mm. Just a tiny bit more imposing than he did the day before. What do we do with the woman from downstairs? You leave her to me. Go about your business and get all the furniture burnt. I want it done within a few hours. All right, sir, go... I'll go rouse the lads now. Double pay now. Hmm. It's obviously putting the uh, savings on all the lighting and stuff to uh, good use penis. I love, I love how you're so easy to convince. <laughs> and you manage to self-rationalize, which is even better. I, I, I'm getting concerned now because I'm not greedy and I'm afraid of the dark. <laughs> yes, you are. 
So I, I, um, sir, um, I was wondering perhaps if I could um, um, perhaps take a few days off to see the town a bit here and see if when I come back perhaps the prisons have been rebuilt it. I'll certainly pass on the um, orders to the guards and such, but... Um, I'm afraid, um, Mr. Mr. Brown, that uh, that's not going to be possible. Any particular reason why, Governor? We, we are instituting a new regime, and uh, you must be here to be part of it. I see. So go ahead now. Run no off-site leaves at all. You can go off-site as you would normally if you are able. Nice. Very good, sir. All right, lads, come on. We're going to round up furniture. What? Mm-hmm. Elementary. That your door? That is my door. Ah, okay. Ooh, Lockhart's hidden. Ooh. So, are you guys setting about to emptying cells and various other places and burning things in the yard? Yes. Lins? Mm-hmm. What are you sewing, baby? I'm sewing... A top hat broom! Except I sent him a picture of it and he doesn't like the contrast broom. Hmm. Oh. So you're going to go... You're going to take it off again? He wants me to ask you what you think of it. He thinks it's not very masculine. <laughs> oh, using brocade for the broom. Which is what he agreed to. He's, he's just saying he, he thought he was talking about the ribbon part around the middle. Hmm. Uh, how oh, I'm sure he's family enough to pull it off. How much have you sewn on? All of it. Oh, jeez. That much left to do. Oh, no. Yeah. Dude. Hmm. Tell him, it, tell him it looks tremendously manly. I don't know. I give up. This hat's been nothing but a pain in my ass. You do love those hats, dude. Hello, Lockhart. Hello. Welcome back. So, th- these these guys have started emptying the cells and yeah. kicking all the furniture out and setting yes. fire to it in the yard. Well, if, if we turn, up, turn up a nice, you know, silver frame somehow somewhere, I'll, you know. Pocket that, of course. But. Oh, of course. Some of the guards are actually quite happy there's a big fire because it means that they are getting a bit warmer. Mm-hmm. There's mutterings occurring about what's going on. Nobody's very happy. Some of the guards that were on the walls this morning are talking about how dark it is outside them. So we've got a bonfire going. Also, making sure to mention, of course, the double wages and, of course, that on their usual break so they can see comfort and warmth at some of the more personal um, establishments outside of the prison. Mm-hmm. Very good. I, I, I may neglect to tell the people in my sector to turn the lights off, however. <laughs> hey. No discipline so. in the younger ranks. <laughs> Duty, sir. Duty, man. Duty, man. So, the temperature in the building quickly drops to freezing, with the exception of the offices and the guard rooms. Prisoners are dropped to basically starvation rations, and the prison continues. While you're working, the chaplain comes to visit Mr. Brown. 
Now, what's his name again? Uh, the chaplain is called... Mr. Chaplain. He is called... Clive Wilson. He's pretty young, uh, but a bit of a social climber. Huh. He, he sees Sandburn as a stepping stone to higher achievements. Uh, he tries to carry out his work to the letter to avoid criticism. He is about 30 with thick reddish hair and green eyes. Reddish hair? Yes, he's the red-headed stepchild. Ginger priest? Ginger priest. Ginger priest. <laughs> is that a bad thing? <laughs> I don't know. Is that like Judas priest? I don't know. I don't know many. I don't think I've ever seen like a ginger priest. It's probably bad luck. Probably. It's probably bad. It probably makes people nervous. I bet you can't be a priest if you don't have a soul. Maybe that's what it is. Hmm. Uh, all right. Let me sit up a little. Oh, my ass is going to sleep. Look, Cthulhu. It's <laughs> in the dark. Busted Cthulhu, apparently. Uh, so, oh. yes, um, Pastor Wilson, uh, what a surprise. Ah, oh, yes, it's, uh, well, um... The, the room is extremely brightly lit. All of the lanterns that might have been taken from other places have been relocated here. <laughs> Huge piles of them. <laughs> Extra mirrors along the walls. I, I, I see it's uh, warm and comfortable in here, so... Um, I, I have some concerns... Um, yes, the lads seem to be taking things quite well. That um, double um, wages seems to be quite a hit with many of them. Yes, but I'm concerned about the prisoners, sir. They're, they're starving. They're going to starve and freeze. Well, there must be extreme measures taken to reduce the criminal element. Well, I appreciate that, and I appreciate they're here to, to serve their time, but do we have to be so so draconian, sir? I mean, this is this is surely extreme, extreme measures. I, well, I think I think I shall attempt to uh, leave the prison in a little while and uh, go and seek advice elsewhere. Perhaps. I mean, you are certainly welcome if you wish to abandon your position. Yeah, I wouldn't think that would fit very well in your career. No, um, no. But uh, I, I do think you must understand that the governor is quite the learned man. I mean, the things he says, at, um, well, quite simply, the scientific diagrams that he draws are beyond my own understanding. Scientific, you say? Well, I was quite. going to go and seek advice from some of the higher-up persons within my order, but uh, not abandon my post, just how best to deal with this rather unorthodox twist of events. Well, one must certainly understand that these men didn't just appear here for no reason. They're not innocents. Well, I appreciate that, but there's no necessity to... I mean, I have, I've, I have, I have attempted my best to overlook the the flagrant torturing of these men and yet I I, I cannot bring myself to, to there are, there are th over a thousand men here are we going to freeze and starve them all to death that is not good for your soul sir not good for your soul well I mean it's, it is indeed it is something to consider but um, I mean well perhaps um, we could speak to the governor perhaps Perhaps, I mean, but, uh, I, I understand that there is some um, occasional disregard in that old scientific thinking and what's well for the soul, and it does it does confuse me so as just the common person, but perhaps him learned in science and you learned in religion could discuss and come to some reasonable compromise in. I'm pretty certain, and the Bible is pretty clear-cut about this, but uh, 
We shall see. We shall see. Uh, you may get in double wages as well. Uh, you don't think so. It's only the guards. The staff do not seem to be on double wages. Hmm. Um, I, I pray for you, sir, and, and all of your your friends. He I'm wanders off. Quite appreciative, sir. He wanders away. Here, here, Mr. Taylor. Yes, it's, what is it's, it? It's me, Frank Goggins. I guess. Uh, what's going on? Why, why are we burning all the furniture? And why is it so cold? And what's that black thing in the sky? And what's going on? Sir, sir, what's going on? Um, I think you might need to go and talk to the governor. I don't have time to answer your silly questions. I can't talk to the governor, sir. He's way too above me. He's a, oh. he's like a, he's a learned man, he is. What? What do you think I am? You're like me boss. Exactly. I don't have time for your silly questions either. Oh. Go and do as you're told. What are you supposed to be doing right now? Uh, burning stuff. Well, get to it then. I like burning stuff. I'm not complaining, but I'm just wondering why we're burning stuff, sir. Because you were told to. That's all you need to know. Yes, sir. He wanders off. Here, Mr. Dorsley, Mr. Dorsley, it's me, it's my Frank Goggins. Ah, uh, yes, Goggins. What, what, what's going on? Why are we burning stuff? Why is that black thing in the sky? Why is it cold? What's going on? Why did the ground shake? What's going on? Um, well, the sun's gone black, of course, and that's going to make it a little colder. Why? Because it happens from time to time. It's a... <laughs> I've never seen it. My mom never said it happened. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of things she doesn't tell you about, uh, Dorsley. So is yours, apparently. It must be related. It's a family business. Uh, <laughs> we're burning the stuff in the cells, and we're uh, that'll, that'll give you a little warmth to light up the night for you. And well, it ain't gonna last for long, is it? Well, no, but think of all the cost savings from not having the candles. I mean, your double wages have to come from somewhere. No, I like me double wages. It means I get, uh, you know, a little bit more than normal. Right, eyes on the prize. Yeah, it's a titties I'm looking at. Hmm. As, as you like, yes. <laughs> Very good, sir. I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be roaring drunk tonight when I'm off me duty. As well, uh, have one at the pub for me, then. Oh, aye, sir, I certainly will. I'll slip it to a good for you. And he wanders off. So, that is just one question, then, because I'm not sure about Dorsley, but clearly Brown at least enjoys the trip out to um, pub and social events and whatnot. Yeah, you guys these, leave, leave this these place conditions eventually. persist outside? I don't know. Are you going to look? There no, is no I outside. think we would notice if the sun was black or not once we leave the prison. Oh, you, you open the gate. Well, there's a little side gate, mm. like a personal entrance rather than the big gates. Mm. It's kind of in the main gate, you know, a little side door. You open it, and it's totally black outside. Lantern? You put it outside, it is totally black. You can't even see the ground. You're not even sure there is a ground. Close gate, fall... <laughs> um, 
Mr. Taylor, you see Mr. Brown whimpering against the gate. Again? <laughs> Again. <laughs> it would have happened before. Well, unless somebody took your precious lamp away. Uh, Lamplighter's strike. <laughs> Lamplighter's strike. <laughs> Eight, 1892. You remember that time the lad stuck a sack over his head? Remember that time that he wandered around and he had his eyes shut? <laughs> He's whimpering by the gate. You know, if the governor sees you like this, he's going to fire you. <laughs> well, he's out to get Taylor, around. Taylor, could, could you have a look outside that gate, please? Why? I, I, I want you to tell me how dark you think it is. is it just the just gate? outside that gate there, please. Just a personal favor. Call you glass of whiskey. Outside the gate, there is darkness. Okay. It's almost completely dark. There should be a cobblestone road outside the gate, but you don't seem to be able to see it. I'll reach down to the ground and Mm -hmm. find, like, a rock or a pebble or something. and Your hand kind of keeps going where you think the ground should be. No, I meant, like, on our side. On your side, you find a pebble. Yeah, and then throw it out. You throw it, you throw it out. It doesn't make any noise at all. Mm-hmm. And you kind of lose sight of it as it passes out through the door. So, is it, is it quite dark out? How many lanterns have you got on you at the minute? <laughs> 52. Well, only the two. He's, he's the, other ta- the other ten are divided between my office and sleeping quarters. I think we've got one as well. The other ten. <laughs> that's funny I guess this adventure's really really screwy for that character isn't it because there's a lot of darkness here I mean honestly this is at the point where um, I'm probably not really being the governor much anymore you're, you're checking out any minute now right checking out stay here a minute and I'm going to go and find a I actually one keep an eye on the lads stoking the fires Cool. <laughs> You're going to get as close as you can and stare at them. I'm going to go and find a long wooden handled tool. Yeah, you find a, a broom near the stables. And I come back and I will tie the end of my lantern to it. <laughs> You're going fishing with your lantern. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your lantern passes out and it goes kind of... It, kind of, it Very quickly it kind of disappears, like passing through a wall of darkness. Okay. I'll try and set it down on the ground outside the gate. You drop it down. And I don't let go of it, though. No. Where you think the ground should be, it keeps going down. Hmm. Okay. I'll pull it back in and shut the gate, and then I'll go and find um, Dawsley. Dawsley. Hmm. Seems as though... Has the chaplain left, as far as I know? Nope. The chaplain's still around. You need you really you see him heading towards the main building. Okay, that's fine. The chaplain, or the chaplain. Okay. You see Dawsley. I, I, I was I was wondering if I was going to have a psychotic breakdown and just imagine the, the chaplain dropping down into an endless black hole. That's <laughs> <laughs> just psychotic break. He's like arguing with you. Blah 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 blah. Walks out the door, slams behind him. <laughs> Well, it would save time burying the prisoners that way. 
They just chuck him over the wall. Whoa! That's right. So, you find Dawsley. He is over by the bonfire, um, heartily encouraging people to throw beds and chairs and any other tables and bits of furniture. That's it, lads. It's all going to burn. You might want to come and have a look at this. What? What? Oh, find something interesting? You could say that. <laughs> all right. Let's carry on. I take him the... over to the gate and show him what I've just done with the lantern and the stick. There's no oh, ground. Quite clever. Uh, how'd you do that? It's not a magic trick. I don't know what it is. You think the governor does? Oh, probably. He's a learned man. I don't think probably... there's anything about learned anything. That's probably a new safeguard to keep the prisoners from escaping. And what about when we want to leave? Well, I'm sure there's, there's you know. There's, there's a special hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the governor's got a way when uh, leave time comes. Well, you might want to go and ask him then. Um, sure. I'm sure it's just like I said, though. There's nothing, nothing really for you outside the prison. I mean. Yeah, well, speak for yourself. Ah, <laughs> oh, the job's the thing. All right, let's go see the governor. Okay, he's in his office. You you hear him speaking to someone as you as you get up there. Hmm. You realize that he's talking to the chaplain. Ah. And uh, the chaplain, very soon after you arrive, leaves, looking shaken. Hmm. Uh, any trouble, sir? He just ignores you and darts off out of the, out of the office. Hmm. I'll I'll probably catch him as he's leaving the main building. Then his eyes look slightly wild. Um, uh, 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 Chap- Chaplain Wilson, Wilson, please. Yes, uh, yes, uh, Mr. Brown. How, how can I help you? I, I need um, illumination for this. Yes, yes, illumination. What do you need? Outside that gate is nothing. Ah, oh, yes, very good. It, it, it's, it's nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's it's all in, in in well in hand. I'm sure the governor knows what he's doing. Um, I, I, I don't think you understand. Could you, could you please come come take a look? I, I I have no interest. I I will be going about my duties. Uh, I, I I believe you should be doing the same. Were, were you not departing for your higher? Oh side? no no no! I have, I have many more important things to do. I have to uh, get the church ready and tend the graveyard and. The men will need uh, solace in these times, so I, I must go about my duties and uh, yes, uh, be careful around the governor and um, just do what he and, says. And you've, you've come to some sort of agreement with a, a compromise between these treatment and what? what oh yes, yes, we, we're going to do exactly as he says. He's absolutely right. And, and he wanders off towards the chapel. Yeah. Yes. You step into the governor's office, Mr. Dawsley. Ah, Rick, how can I help you? How's the burning going? Uh, Going quite well. The lads are making good work of it. Excellent. Um, A couple of the lads uh, 
happen to notice that the ground outside seems to be missing outside the oh, gate. Very good. I assume that's um, some clever method to help keep prisoners from escaping. Uh, that that sounds like a great idea. Yes, uh, that that's exactly what it is. Hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. More of your clever German machinations, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, um, exactly that. Um, just so. Ah, most most reassuring, sir. Uh, apparently, mm. a few of the lads got a little worried somehow. Ah, oh, uh, very good. Um, he, um, he's just trying not to name you, I'm guessing. Uh, it's time for my inspections. Uh, he stands up, opens a top drawer of his desk, takes out his keys, mm-hmm. attaches them to his belt, closes his drawer, and heads off. You know he does inspections at 7, 11, 5, and 10. Hmm. Check my... It is now 11 a.m. Ah. Excellent. Make sure my watch stays round since I can't rely on the sun at the moment. Is, is that your little sister? You can tell her hello from the mean English people. Hello from the mean English people. Hello, Hello Emma. Hello. Can you hear that? <laughs> yes, we can hear her. They can hear you. Although, although we don't care because we're mean in English. It doesn't sound <laughs> like a mean Canadian. Yeah, shit. Although they don't care because they're mean in English. <laughs> yes, Lockhart's been telling tales. That's right. <laughs> Your laundry is exposed to the world. (laughs) Okay. Um, Anything else, Mr. Mr. Dorsley? Um, No, I guess that'll be it. Uh, Very good. He starts walking around his desk and heads for the door. He's definitely taller than he was a day or two ago. He's not wringing his hands. They're behind his back, clasped together. Hmm. You've been doing uh, losing some weight. You look a little um. You're saying I'm fat, Mister Dorsley? No, you look more trim and healthy. Uh, and splendid shape. Um, thank you. You should be careful. Um, keep your eyes for the ladies. Hmm. He walks <laughs> out the door. I'll head back to supervise the burning. I guess. Okay, things are burned. I will probably try to meet with Dorsley and Taylor. Okay. You you could probably meet them up in your little cubby office thing eventually at some point. You're all going to be in there. Uh, Dorsley, uh, Taylor, we need, we need to have a moment to speak. Would you like to come into my office? It's very well lit in my office, as well as it can be. It's very well lit. <laughs> uh, sure, Mr. Brown. <laughs> I love that. I like this it's little great. madness I get right from the start. It's quite entertaining, really. <laughs> You're crazy already. Good it's Lord, so man. You're going to go through the entire allotment of candles in a five. <laughs> oh, no. Quite quite a lot of oil and candles left now that the, there's no lights in the prison. Um, but but, but, but we, we, we can't let this go on. Some, something something is wrong. What, Taylor, the... you, you've seen it. You understand what I'm talking about, right? We, we, we can't leave here. It's darkness everywhere. I don't even have enough lanterns for it. <laughs> we need an experiment. I, I I rather think we need to we need to um um stop a certain experiment and we were we all need there. To see what happens if a person leaves. Hmm. Maybe it's just a mass hallucination we're all suffering. I'm 
not not sure why I would hallucinate something like that, but, but, but who saw it? You're talking the ground. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you show Dorsley? I did. Dorsley. Obviously, it's obviously going to keep the prisoners from escaping, isn't it? Must be a good thing. What about us? How do we spend this money? How do any of us get out of here? We have to think of ourselves and the guards. We've been here so long, and, and, and this governor just shows up one year? No. We, we, must, we must preserve us and the prison. But the governor's in charge of the prison. I mean, governors come and go. The prison is eternal, of course, but... Oh. <laughs> what just happened? I think Lockhart just teleported. It. Yeah, hey, hey, two Lockhearts, how's that going? Hmm. We lost you momentarily. Okay, which one's the good Lockhart? I think that one's his evil twin. I'm mm. guessing the one that's smiling is the evil Lockhart, and the one that's looking pensive is the good one. Ah, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yes, I, I was convincing them. What, what we need to do is we need to... Let loose um, whatever that thing is that's chained down there. Yeah, that, the woman. That's what started this all. Yes. I don't see how that would be helping anything. Prisoners should stay in the prison. Evil Lockhart's going to burn something. <laughs> well, she would still be in the prison. We just get the chains off her then. I could ask the governor about that. No, don't, don't you understand? He's keeping all of us here. Right. But what I mean, do you want to leave the prison for, anyways? What's out for you outside the prison? Women! <laughs> That's Beer. why you keep hungry after that paycheck. Tobacco! What happens when that runs out? What happens when anything runs out? Oh, I'm sure there'll be a supply truck in some time in the near future. It's barely been a day. Yet. How often do we get supply trucks in, huh? Once every couple of days, generally. Sometimes okay. daily. I mean, it's a big place with a lot of people, so they're probably coming and going most days. Yeah, but on half rations, we probably don't need as many supplies. He's probably cut it back. Give it a couple days. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get a. We'll see some traffic. Can we normally hear traffic? Yeah, yeah. There's a city outside. What can we hear right now? Nothing. Has Lockhart frozen again? He may have. Yes. It's hard to tell. He's just still sometimes yes. waiting, to, waiting to strike. Very, very quiet. Guessing, guessing the connection to Canada is being affected. Hmm. Perhaps they're using it to pass down thick tar sands. Embargo on! Embargo on, that's right. They flicked the switch, they're, there's no longer a connection. We're now at war. Who run gaming town? God, look out, time in. Just as you were having a deep conversation with him in character as well. There he goes. Ah, the first step to coming back is leaving. That's right. Best send him an invite just in case. 
Good thinking. Thanks. Just weird enough for you. <laughs> yeah. Nicely weird. That governor sure is a clever fellow. Yes, he is, with his German machines and everything. Yeah. That's so funny. Can tell no prisoners are going to get out of the prison today. Lens, do you want to drop Lockhart a text? Do you have your phone with you? Mm-hmm. Find, yeah. out if he, find out if he's having techamonial difficulties. Techamical. Maybe the darkness got him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's been swallowed by the darkness. Quick, fire a magic missile at the darkness. Are there any girls there? <laughs> That's kind of funny. I love how there's like a, there's a big discussion thread about it on the side. <laughs> Pencil Monkey and I were having a who can find the weirdest version off. Yeah, well, I remember when that first came out just as the recording, and then it's mm-hmm. like all of a sudden, but nobody like heard of it until Summoner Geeks really... That's right, the summoner one. And then there was... Uh, I, I like quite like the My Little Pony one I found. <laughs> I've seen the 8-bit one before as well. Yeah, I've seen that one a couple times. That's funny. Mr. Lockhart, where are you? He's having yes. strange connection issues, he says. Scooby, Scooby, Lockhart, where are you? Okay, we're, we're currently filling dead air, so it's all good. So, Thing, what you been doing this week? Ah, uh, work, work, work. It's been loads of fun. My students are back, so it's been crazy busy. Hmm. Were you anywhere near that? There was a shooting of some of a bus driver. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, I was walking right past uh, that area when the police had the block cordoned off. It was down near third? Yeah, right by uh, the big Benara concert hall. Hmm. Yeah, a guy getting off the bus had an argument about the fare or something and shot the driver. And it's crazy. That's the yeah. shit that happens in Texas. I don't think that the kind of thing happened in Seattle thing. Not too often, although it seems to have been slightly more frequently. As it's because the crazies are moving in. Probably. Right. First the hippies, then... No, it's a plan. They keep, they're moving Republicans in so that next time there's a vote, you're, you're going to turn Republican. Yeah. They're the ones that shoot people, right? <laughs> I've just start, I've just started a discussion on this thread. Did you see how I did that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'll start start some topics. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> How's Lockhart doing? He's having problems getting back on. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, he might be back. He's back! Yeah. Hello again, Lockhart. I'm afraid the darkness I got you. don't know what happened there. <laughs> Thing thought we'd gone to war with Canada. Well, maybe Google has. Because my, in- my internet was working, but Google wasn't. Huh. Perhaps it needed an extra extra line. If, if Google wasn't working, your internet wasn't working. That's just... Yeah. No, I visited <laughs> other websites, but the Google website wasn't loading for me. So mm. that's weird. Where were we then? I was pleading with Dorsley. You were. You guys were having a discussion about, uh, yes, getting the hell out of here. Oh, no, you weren't. You were going to talk about freeing that lady in the basement. 
Dorsley, Dorsley, you have to understand. I mean, you, you of all people, how many governors have you seen come through here? Well, there's been quite a few. I mean, exactly, there's been quite a few. But what has been the most important thing? The job. Wages. The people who do the job. Us. Well, yes, yes. And the Grunters. And if we can't leave, us guards are no different than the people who are stuck inside here. And that's what this governor is doing. That sounds like that sounds like thinking you'd read in a book. Kill him. <laughs> He's clearly been reading. <laughs> Get him. Uh, you've got your bed here. I mean, you don't need to leave the grounds immediately. I'm sure when it comes time to go visit your family or something, the governor will uh, see to it that you have a okay. safe passage. Through the you're, 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 he said this. Or do you think he might? Oh, he's much said that. I'm a bit in his confidence, you know. <laughs> I love how you're playing the egotist. That's so funny. <laughs> did we just lose the record? Oh, who did we lose? Uh, I see Lockhart frozen again. Oh, it's Lockhart we've lost. He's dropped off the... <laughs> this may be coming unwieldy. Yes. What we need is Google Fiber linked from my house to Lockhart's house via your house. Now that now that sounds like good. Now Google, are you listening? I'm hoping <laughs> you are. NSA man, pass this on to Google. I just got a frustrated noise via text message. Poof. That way they can get the uh, excellent game money going. Mm. <laughs> um, we can. Pause it here if we wish and pick it up if we're having technical problems. Might be worth it. Remember it... to get on and then. Yeah. Sounds good, I guess. Oh, he's off. I mean, there's there's still a ways to go yet, so we could easily pause it and do as long probably next time. It's not a big adventure, but it was it's a long one session one depending on what you guys choose to do. But you do seem to be heading in kind of the direction I expected you'd be heading in. Do you expect me to be as reluctant as I've been? Oh, no. That's, it's a good thing. You play your character, which is good. <laughs> Hello. Hello again. Hello again, Lockhart. You return. Have you moved? I am trying my iPad. I can't oh. see the map. I can't roll dice, unfortunately. But I want to see how this is going to work instead of... Because for well, some I'm reason, done. Chrome does... Well, it, it's, it's weird because, again, other things are working... But mm -hmm. Google, like, I can't even reload the page right now. Perhaps there's a glitch in Canada. Hal said that this is, we can pause here. Is yeah, if you want, if you want to kind of put a, put a stopper here, you guys want to try and finish your discussion and make a plan, and then we can pause if you like. Well, that will depend if things character can be convinced yet. <laughs> well, yes, that's what I'm thinking, but you know, the plan either way. Maybe you can convince him next session. But if you drop again, maybe we can... Shall we proceed and see if whether you drop or not? If we're fine with understanding that someone else will have to tell me anything on roll 20. Cause oh, yeah, we get to... So you can't see any of it? Well, no, unfortunately, I can't open apps through this. Oh, okay, I got you. Ah. That's fine. This, to be honest, you kind of know what the map looks like. It's true, it's true. So I could screen share it with you. 
uh, that's fine. For now. Back okay. for now. So, you were trying to persuade Mr. Thing. Yes. Yes. Dorsley. Yes. Brown. What, what, what does it take for you to see what's happening here? Taylor, certainly you, you, you understand what I mean, right? I'm 100% behind you. <laughs> I think it's crazy to be still here, to be honest. But I don't see a way to it. And you think somehow freeing this woman in the basement is going to change things? Well, it did start with her. Exactly. None of this, everything was fine before that thing we chained up in down below. Well, you might as well say everything was fine before tea last night, too. Well, unfortunately, we can't undo that, but we can unchain this woman. <sighs> well, I guess we could go see if she's, uh, alright. Yes. You said you had the key, right? Well, I have my keys, but the lock's been changed on that room. What? Who did that? Well, I assume the governor had somebody do it. Didn't want to disturb his scientifical works. Do you know of anyone who has a new key? The governor? Who would he get to do that without us knowing? That kind of work would normally be done by the superintendent. Superintendent, yeah. So we need to find him then. Perhaps he has a spare key then. Well, go around and ask. Yes. He is up in his office when you find him. All right. Gentlemen, what is happening? Um... Uh, security measure. Yes, temporary trial experimentations. Um, nothing well, to worry about, Mr. Clark. There's always something to worry about. I mean, we're expecting delivery trucks and food for the kitchens. No, I don't think they're going to be coming right now. Yes. Um, why is Why is the sun black? Why is it so cold? Um, surely you don't expect us to know the answers of the universe. We're not university professors. The freak weather, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I'll buy that for a second. I think the governor's done something. I have heard of such some strange weather phenomena. I think I heard of actually rained frogs once. Well, this is Somebody in Scotland or something. Governor, then maybe you'll help us. We, we would like to borrow the key for the cell downstairs. Well, I don't have it. You don't have it? Governor had one of the lads change the lock. Which one? Hmm? Which lab? Uh, young Simon, I think. He's pretty good with locks. Wouldn't that normally be Well, he's one of my lads. I sent him down when the governor asked. He could change the lock. No, there ain't no spare key. The governor made sure he took them all. I'm guessing they're on his key ring. Hmm. Why? What's down there? We're not sure right now. The lad went down a couple of nights after Dawsley told us to stay away, and he said it was just an empty, clean room. 
So that's most likely what it is. But there is something down there that we'd like to check out. Well, I ain't got a key, I'm afraid, but I am nervous and my staff aren't liking this at all. So unless you're going to try and roust one of the lock, one of the uh, burglars in the prison. Uh, <laughs> who do we know that's a master lockpick? I think I like you guys keyed on to what my first thought was, to be honest. We're in a prison. There's 1,100 prisoners. Someone has got to be able to pick a lock. <laughs> I love that. It's such a fantasy roleplay solution. I love it. So, what's the plan, people? Well, the, the other, other thing is if we can just, like, unscrew it from our side, too. You probably ain't going to be doing that. It's an old door. It's probably not really unscrewable. Well, you know, we can just... It's not just the lock, to be honest. Assuming oh, the, the lock. Yeah. Assuming the governor's not uh, down there on his rounds at the moment, um, we could pop down and just have a look through the window and reassure yourself that everything looks normal in the room. Mm-hmm. And then we don't have to bother anybody. Very good. We'll figure out where he is, then. And chances are that old woman just isn't even there anymore. You head down. The governor is not there. He is in the rounds, probably in the new building at this point. So you think it's probably safe to get down there. You open up the window and you see a shape on the floor. You were saying, Dorsley? Hmm. Well, it could be anything in this darkness. It's about where the, the thing was that you caught. Uh, uh, old woman. The, the darkness in the cell is, is basically almost total. You just make out a vague shape on the floor. Mm. Right. A, you can hear a muttering and a vague swearing of an old woman kind of muttering under her breath. So, yes, I think that we should... um. Get, procure a way to either get the store down or the key itself and let whatever that creature is go. Or at least unchain her. Can we talk to it through the door? It doesn't sound like she's, she's normal practice. She's isn't kind it? of ignoring you. She's just muttering to herself. You hear the odd swear word under her breath. Well, I mean, you don't have to consider those that we never got any paperwork for her. If there's no paperwork, there's no reason for her to be inside here. You see paperwork on every prisoner? On every prisoner in my sector. (laughs) Even if you make it up, right? I mean, there's been the occasional ones I've gone. You you want the basement to be your sector now. Hmm? So you want the basement to be your sector now. (laughs) It is awfully dark down here. It's definitely dark in that cell. What I want is this lady gone and the outside world back and light. Lots and lots of light. And I don't think I'm the only one if you've been listening to the other guards. We have to think one for all for one. This is most unusual. But the guard, the prison can't he, function without the guards. Why does he keep his keys if you're such good friends with him? 
Uh, currently on his person. No, he only took some of them. All of his keys, oh. I think, were in that drawer, but he only took a small ring with him when he went. Oh, okay. I thought he, he generally, took all the keys. No, he would generally only take the keys. Because he has such a big bunch of keys, he only takes the ones he needs when he does his rounds. It is true. The governor would have all the keys. Mm-hmm. And they're not, like, one key. They're lots of big keys. Probably in his desk with all the rest of the keys, then. Well, why don't we go see if we can find it? (sighs) (laughs) He does his rounds at 7, 11, 5, and 10. He's probably done with his 11 o'clock rounds by now, or on his way back to his office. Hmm. Well, if you're going to try and do something, you probably want to wait till after, till it's 5 o'clock rounds. Yes. And if for some reason a supply truck comes within that time, then I will drop everything. <laughs> Except I'll keep all the lanterns for myself. <laughs> Let's hope the supply truck brings extra lanterns. <laughs> which you will then somehow purloin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we'll run out of matches. That would be a tragedy. No, he's like he's like he's he's like chain lanterning. Yeah. One starts to die, he's lighting another, so that they can fill up the oil in the, in the no, empty one. Knowing, knowing my fear of the dark, I probably keep spare actual um, like flint on me and flinted steel. <laughs> Your room's a swath in uh, candle wax. A, t- a tinder box on my person. <laughs> All right. So if we don't see any sign of a truck or the sun by five, then we uh, regather and discuss this again. I, I think we regather and get some keys, Dorsley. <sighs> oh, if we can get back to the work of the prison, I guess that's prisoners do disappear all the time. So what are you doing from now? Well, everything's been burnt. Uh, prisons, prisoners are... Uh, Shivering in the dark. Shivering in their cells, so they're not going Let's not forget starving. It's barely been a day on quarter rations or whatever they're on. That's right. It's a bit cold, though. Oh, yeah. Um, Probably mostly reassuring the guards. Mm -hmm. Um, They're a bit nervous. They like the idea of double pay. They're not too keen on the idea of starving people to death. Saying that, it'll it'll all be... um, Everything will be fine soon. Everything will Mm. be fine soon. The prisoners in the cells are those kind fires. Of, the prisoners are kind of huddling together in the cells for warmth. Well, that's why it's eight men to a room. I mean, indeed. I mean, it would be inhumane if there wasn't any less than you, that. You realize that walking along, that especially particularly some of the prisoners who were quite sick, mm-hmm. um, there's a couple of them have died, but not quite died. Died, but not quite died? Yeah, they seem to be kind of hanging on somehow. Zombies don't exist, therefore they're just very weak. We'll send them, make sure the uh, nurse knows about it. Okay. (laughs) Dr. Peacock, who isn't here. Who isn't here. Mm. I'm sure there must be a couple... Nurses or orderlies that there's there's a couple of nurses that you can go and see. Uh, actually, probably for the most part, I think what um, I'll be doing 
is again sitting around the bonfires, but mostly keeping an eye on the side door and watching. And when anyone kind of j- just see what happens when other people try to approach it to leave. Anyone you see opening that door looks out, turns around, and heads back in. They just no one has stepped through yet. Okay. That's kind of my obsession fixation point right now. Door, door, door. <laughs> door to the endless darkness. <laughs> right. So when he pushes one of the dogs through, that we'll find out about it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh no, you won't, because it's got a blimp. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, around four o'clock in the afternoon, you see um, Superintendent Clark heading towards Barclay's office. Ah. He has a pistol gripped in his hand. The governor asked for a pistol, Mr. Clark. He kind of ignores you and bursts into the office. You hear shouting from behind the door. I'll grab my truncheon and head up there. Now is not the time for that. <laughs> you, yeah, there's a shouting. Most, all of the shouting is coming from Clark. Barkley's voice is metered and controlled. All right, he doesn't sound like he's threatened. I'll position myself outside the door to rush in if it sounds like he needs it. You can see kind of vague shapes through the glass in the door. It appears that Superintendent Clark is pointing the pistol at Barkley, but Barkley appears to be walking towards him. Hmm. Pointing like aiming as opposed to, yes. look at this fine pistol. Well, it's hard to tell because they're just vague shapes. But yes, he hmm. definitely looks like he's aiming the pistol. All right, I will try to quietly open the door. I assume, or is, wait, is, yeah. yeah, I'll start to open the door. Okay, you open the door as Barkley reaches out and takes the pistol from the superintendent. The superintendent is literally shaking with the effort that he's just had. He's yelling at Barkley. He's shouting, I'm going to kill you! And Barkley just takes the pistol off him. Ah, Ah, Mr. Dawsley, um, yes. I, would, I would like you to do me a favour, please. The superintendent has clearly gone a little unhinged. Um, if you would uh, be so kind as to uh, get your compatriots together, um, take him downstairs and flog him until not a single piece of skin is left on his back, and then lock him up in one of the solitary cells, if you'd be so kind. Hmm. Uh, has the lock been changed on the rest of the solitary cells? Lock? Pardon? Oh, I'd heard there was a new lock installed on the cell downstairs, so I... Leave that cell alone, will you? Um, the rest of the cells are fine. Get about your business. Take him. Oh, yes, sir. Hold on. Grab him, go find the... find the. Look for a brown and... You find them. They're doing their things. Um, the superintendent is muttering, It's not right. It's not right. It's not right. He's not... not no couldn't shoot him. Of course not. He's your superior. Oh, I couldn't shoot him. Starts muttering to himself. It appears uh, Mr. Barkley's gone a little unhinged. Or not Barkley. Uh, he was unhinged to start with. 
appears uh, 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 to Is that clock with you? Yes, he appears to have gone a little see. unhinged and was uh, brandishing oh. a pistol at the uh, governor. Now that was an idea. <laughs> so uh, we're supposed to uh, escort him down to solitary and give him a sound flogging. I, surely it's um, better to have him have a lie down in one of the sick bays, no? Hmm. Well, I'm sure he'll need it after the flogging. <laughs> I, I, I dare say I don't think I don't think we quite have the rights to um do that unless they're prisoners. Well, I was told to put them in solitary. That's what people are usually prisoners when you do that. <laughs> uh, but but Dorsley, he's one of the workers. He's one of us. But he's gone unhinged. He was trying to. Uh, Threaten the governor with a pistol. Like what we're going to be doing in a few hours. <laughs> you're, you're planning on attacking the governor. If I am, I'm not going to be telling you about it. Speak into <laughs> my lapel. <laughs> He's just asking you to beat an innocent man. He's not innocent. I saw him brandishing a pistol at the governor. Well, then put him in confinement and let the courts deal with him. We are not the courts. We're jailers. So let's lock him in solitary where he can't do any harm, and we'll get to the flogging later. All so you're locking right. him in solitary? Yes. You lock him in solitary. Unflogged. Yes. He's probably safer in there than anywhere else anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure... I, Myself, I'm not sure if Taylor would assist, but I don't think I'd quite stand to have him flogged, really. I think Taylor's on the fence. Is Taylor on the fence regarding the flogging? No, I probably wouldn't let him be flogged. Mm-hmm. Now, Brown, I thought you were all about discipline and order. and He's about getting the sunlight back. <laughs> right now, it's about getting the sunlight back. My, my code of honor is nice and loose. It does his duty... And does everything for the group. So I think I'd play that quite nicely. Not bad. A mere 14 hours with no sun and <laughs> discipline starts to break down. <laughs> it's a bit cold and we're burning all the furniture. Here. Here. Taylor. What? One of the prisoners, who you know is called Harry Baines, is kind of calling you to his cell. What do you want, man? We're busy. You can't touch him, can you? We can get at him. Let us out. We'll take care of him for you. Keep your mouth shut and stay where you are. We're not going to let anybody out. No, we're here. Remember, we can help you. What do you think about what's going on? We just hear things. Like the governor's the governor's the devil. Like he's killed somebody, and it's like black magic. There's no such thing as magic. Well, that's what we hear. Some of your guards were saying it. Yeah, well, like this poor chap gone crazy, so. Well, I don't blame him, but I think he's got a good idea. That'll get you 
into trouble if anybody else hears me saying that. What? Like old Sam back here? He died about an hour ago and nobody noticed. I'm saying if the governor hears me say that. Oh. Well, I don't know. Are you going to do something about this body? Eventually. Great. We've got more pressing things going on right now. Hmm. Okay, what are you guys doing? Well, you said it was around 4.30, so we'll probably just wait till the 5 o'clock rounds. Mm-hmm. You see the governor leaving, stalking through the corridors. Probably as soon as he's on his way, um, Brown will be tapping at Dorsley and Taylor's offices. Right, it's 5 o'clock now, and we haven't done any supply trucks, and the sun is still black as night. Let's do supply trucks. Let's go. I want my cabbage. I want my cabbages. <laughs> you creep into his office. His desk is unlocked. It is filled with various keys, all neatly labeled. That's convenient. Looking for either one unlabeled or one that appears to have a label matching the confinement yeah. cells. Yes, there is one labeling. It says bottom cell. Is there one labeled Armory? <laughs> no, you suspect that he would carry that one with him? Certainly, mm. we would have keys to the Armory, armory too, as captains, no? Mm. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Haven't checked to see if that lock's <laughs> yeah. been changed. I'm going to say he used to have keys to this bottom cell. Ah. Uh... <laughs> you are heading down there? Also, I love how Dorsley, the one who's obeying him the most, is the one looking for Armory keys. <laughs> where, where, where's the Armory key? So, maybe I want to make sure you don't grab guns and turn disloyal also. <laughs> He's going to sit there and polish the gun just at the door. <laughs> you have your lanterns? <laughs> I've got my guns. <laughs> so, you're going to ask a question there, Bear? Actually, sorry, if I can rip kind of one other thing. Um, probably would also try and get earlier from the superintendent some sort of Hacksaw or cutting implement or bolt cutter or I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, he can provide you with a basic tool of some kind. Something I think could be useful for cutting a chain. Sledgehammer. Yeah. Sledgehammer. That's right, you can break her hands and pull them free. Exactly. <laughs> Turn it a jelly and then just squash her out the bottom of the chains. So, you head down there with your tool. You make sure the governor is well out of the way and creep down the stairs. It's dark here. Bring lanterns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't help it. Lockhart's there. <laughs> you unlock the door. Inside, the darkness is almost palpable. The lanterns barely break the darkness in this room. It is very, very cold in here. Ice is forming on the floor. That's unusual. Old woman. She's muttering to herself quietly. She kind of shuffles slightly underneath the chains as you come in. Does it sound like English muttering? Or? It, it's, uh, there, there are words you can understand, yes. Well... 
have, have you not stepped into the room? Brown says the doors into there. Well, go, go on. We're, we're sitting here free, right? Go on. Let's get into here. Uh-huh. Here's, Here's the a tool. cutter for you. That's right. I'll guard the door. That's so funny. He's so brave. Well, if this will make you lads a little more safe in your duty or uh, secure in your duties, go, and, go and in with a lantern. Okay, you go in. She looks a little less dark, but still pretty. It's pretty dingy in here, even with the lantern. So you said the chains kind of melded into mm-hmm. stuff. So there's they're not visible chains. You can see them right. kind of attached to her, and also melted into the floor. She's very well attached to the ground at this point. Hmm. You've no idea how you'd cut them with a pair of bolt cutters. That's not going to work. She's muttering to herself. Try and jostle her on the shoulder, see if I can rouse her attention. (laughs) She's kind of reaching. She feels like a bag of bone inside the rags, like a tremendously old woman. Kind of shuffles slightly away from you. You get the impression she's angry at you. Angry? Angry. She's angry at you. Yes. Look, we're just doing our job. So what was it you'd stolen from the governor? Starts to laugh a little under her breath. Uh, give a tug at one of the chains, make sure it. Uh, or see if it. It is very well embedded in both the ground and her. She moves slightly as she pulls the chain. How how, um, how, how shall we free you from this? I, I think a mistake has been made here. Clerical error, surely. No paperwork. Alrighty, crazy old one. You're gonna help. You want out of here, then you're gonna have to help us. What? Why? Why do you need my help? Well, because there's a bunch of chain, and you're attached to it, and we're trying to get you out. Well, surely that means I need your help. Well, yes, a mutual thing. How could I help you? What, what has happened? There's no lights. There's no been lights. some kind of mistake, apparently. And you're at the centre of it, so maybe if we get you out of here, then everything will go back to normal. So, what, what has happened? The lads have gotten a little rattled. The sun turned black, the ground outside the walls disappeared, and they think that somehow freeing you would help I, I undo think this. Everything outside the walls disappeared. Not just the ground, everything. It's black, it's darkness, it's not good. Well, we can't see anything because it's black, therefore we don't know that it's gone. Well, I, I think some prodding exercises prove that there's nothing there in its place. Well, not within reach of a broom. Could still be some clever German trick. 
you 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 have to break his control, or or you'll never get out. Control of what? My my cards. Cards? Hmm. That is what he took from me. He he has um, bound himself to the to the strongest of the cards. He controls all the others. Um, as long as you are linked to the lower cards, uh, you cannot touch him. Um, you, you must break the connection between him and the card. How do we do that? Well, um, I cannot help you. I am bound here. I do not think you are strong enough to free me. Um, you you must steal steal the demiurges card. Demiurges. Demiurges, yes, the powerful card, the, the the key card in the deck. But but you can only do it if his power is undermined. The card draws its strength from his power. If the prisoners and the guards turn against him, perhaps that would be enough to weaken the connection. Then then you could break the bond between him and the card. So it's like a face card. Or an yes. ace. Yes. To us yes, perhaps. You could say so. Um, he, he will notice the second you touch the cards. Uh, you won't have much time. He will notice immediately. Perhaps you can confuse him by binding the card to someone who cannot use it. Um, someone totally without power. He will then lose his control, and you you may touch him then. Find someone without power, ask him to let his blood flow over the card, and take charge of it. Then you'll be able to get to him, but only if you've weakened his power first. But do not, do not take the entire deck. You will gain nothing from that, and he will notice immediately. Would he need to carry it on his person? The cards? No. Um, they will be laid out somewhere in some kind of facsimile of this place. And we're supposed to get someone without power to willingly bleed on the card to bind it to them. And then take ownership of it, yes. And that will allow you to hurt him again. Otherwise, you will be not be able to move against him in any way. Well, crazy it is, that sounds like a job for Goggins, but... <laughs> Goggins, he's not powerless. He's got, he's got a guard job. That's pretty powerful. Oh, yeah, yes. Prisoner. Hmm. Yeah. What, what, was, what was the name of the porter that the superintendent had? Simon? Yes, Simon the porter. But he's got a job. Well, he's, he's, pretty, he's pretty lonely, though. He's not got a lot of power. So one of the near-dead prisoners? Might work. This is, this is crazy. Um... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure how, how you make the distinction that this is crazy, Gorsley, after everything we've seen here. What exactly is it about this situation that particularly tosses you over the edge into crazy? Hmm? People being bound to cards, bleeding on them, giving prisoners things. Oh, whoa, that's that's your line. People bleeding on cards as opposed to a big black void outside the side gate. Hmm. I've seen darkness before many times. Yes, but, but not darkness that keeps going on even when you poke at it. There's nothing in darkness. Of course you poke at it and it just keeps being there. 
And what is, isn't more maddening than that? It goes on forever. No light. Only darkness. Come on, Dorsley. You have to do this for everyone. For the guards. For the prisoners. For us. The humanity. Uh, the huge manatee. Well, I guess uh, let's get out of here and uh, uh, since we can't do anything for the old woman. Okay, you leave. Where did you come from? Many places. Many worlds. Why did you let this happen? I did not. I was summoned here. She's, she's going to be like Baba Yaga or something, isn't she? I am the Forgotten. Forgotten what? Perfect place for you, then. I am the one who looks after my children. you a very good job so far. My children will survive. Who are your children? The Lost. Are we your children? The lost. No. The lost are my children. Uh, plenty of lost people around here. No, not really. Those who wander, those who are... Gypsies? So maybe, to some extent. The forgotten people. Those who are wanderers of the world. Not necessarily by choice. I look after them. Well, that's fascinating as all this is. I think we have some things to do. Yes, uh, thank you for your time. Um, please don't mention this to the governor. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, strange being. Please don't tell him. You close the door and lock it. You head back up to the governor's office and return the key, I assume. I'm not sure. Would we lock it? He hasn't really been down here, as far as I know. He might come by on his rounds. I, mean, hmm, I suppose. I haven't been monitoring access to the basement. All right, we'll lock it. You lock the door. And out of curiosity, I'll go look at the lock on the... Uh, as we're sitting in the common room there in 14 or whatever, I'll look at the lock on the door to the armory. Seems to be the same lock it was before. Okay. I'll go a step further and try my key. You open your door, you open the door. There are guns inside. And sticks. You wish, Excellent. You wish there were bombs and tanks and planes, but they are not <laughs> there. You hear Barkley returning from his rounds and entering his office. Perhaps, since there appears to be some unrest, it would be prudent if we issued ourselves pistols or... Issue ourselves pistols? Dorsley! Get in here! Oh, yes, sir. I am summoned. So, Mr. Dawsley, I um, uh, preambulated down towards the solitary cells on my rounds just now and was uh, rather disturbed to see that um, 
The superintendent remains unflayed. What? Oh. I'm sorry, sir. I gave orders for that to, of course, happen. I should have and, seen and, to it myself. And, uh, and who did you order specifically to do this job? If you drop one of us in it, I will say. Oh, one of the lads, uh, the strong-looking new guy. Um, what is his name? Uh, Goggins. <laughs> Was it that Goggins? That's the lad. That's the lad. Ah, very good. Did good okay. work for you before. So, so what I would like you to do now then is personally, in the yard right now, go and get Mister Goggins and have him take the superintendent up outside. Have him chained to the gallows and flog him until there is no skin left. Then I would like you to chain Mr. Goggins to the gallows and flog him until there is no skin left. At which point you will be tied to the gallows and your fellows will flog you until you have no skin left. This sound amiable to you? Um. Good. Now get about it. I will yes. be over to see it done. Sir, uh... He stands up. Go on, get moving. Yes, I'll get out of the room and close the door myself. He opens the door and walks after you. Come along now, down to solitary. You, Brown, go and find Goggins. He needs to meet us mm -hmm. downstairs in the yard. In fact, tell all the guards to come along. Yes, sir, I'll be on it right away. Go get my key. Get my keys out. Dorsley, go and fetch him. I will await you in the yard. Ah, yes, sir. Taylor. Taylor, fetch the fetch the lash. Yes, sir. He's standing in the courtyard, surrounded by odd guards. When you are you actually fetching the superintendent? I'll get him out of the cell. Are you bringing him to the yard? No, his milkshake does that. <laughs> Mr. Barkley's milkshake brings all the prisoners to the yard. <laughs> we're playing oh. white. We're playing white biscuit here, aren't we? Yes. Oh crap! Now I gotta find well, somebody. I'll, I'll probably run down um, right away, mm -hmm. and I will tell Goggins that he is um hmm let's tell Goggins <laughs> hmm uh Mr. Clark apparently uh we're supposed what? to have some serial flaying <laughs> <laughs> it's time for some serial flaying serial flaying <laughs> It's a of flay. I will probably outright warn him. Uh-huh. You don't take, say take so. Uh, I didn't I, know I, nothing about it. I, 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 th I think that there was quite a mix-up. But suffice it to say that um, the, the um, governor is, is, is quite under a lot of stress, what with there being um, no bright sun in the sky and no, no light. Um, I don't want no flogging. No, no. So, so what I think you should do is make yourself as scarce as possible. Because I should, I should go hide somewhere. You mean? Yes. 
Okay. I'll I'll be back. The master that was good at I did. It's very good. He he dashes off into one of the outer buildings. You you try not to see where he's going. Yes. And for for that matter, I'll probably even go telling to some of the others that um you you haven't seen Goggins. You haven't seen Goggins. Well, like they haven't seen him or. Well, any, any, anyone anyone who would have been in sight with me walking off of him, I probably would have just given them a short thing that we we haven't been able to find Goggins and mm-hmm. kind of pass it on. Okay. Because so, clearly, clearly there's a fault in the governor's plan, because if Goggins can't whip the superintendent, it all collapses. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> he's, he's a man of order. So, Mr. Mr. Dawsley, are you returning with the superintendent? <laughs> Um, no, I'm going to ask the superintendent a couple questions, um, like if he might uh, know where. Addition, additionally, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably make up a little a little entry on the sign sign up sheet that said that he took a proper, um, um, approved etc. Leave. Okay. <laughs> well, no, that that he he took his time off and went off into town. Okay. <laughs> 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 so, Mr. Dawsley, you're talking to the superintendent. Yeah. Um, so, it does appear the governor may have gone a little nuts with the flogging orders and such of late. Um, have you noticed any other orders you might have given, like another room sealed off where a facsimile of cards would be laid out? And Have you gone crazy? I'm starting to think so. There's no other rooms in this building. Not that I don't know about. All right. Uh, crap. So no other rooms where the locks have been changed, or no, not at all. Hmm. Well, what are you What are you looking for? Uh, apparently, a deck of cards of some sort that the governor's not seen any deck of cards anywhere. Mm. Well, there's the cards the lads play in the, within the oh. office, but I'm sure that's not. Not seeing any unusual cards anywhere. Not laid out. Mog. Nod. Mog. Mog. That is not far from the solitary cells. There's that back office room he's got going on. Oh, true. Well, supposedly I'm supposed to take you to the uh, courtyard so that Goggins can flay all the skin from your body. That does not sound very amiable. No, and then uh, supposed to flay Goggins, and then he's supposed to flay, or somebody's supposed to flay me, apparently. So, uh... Sounds terrible. So what are you doing? Are you taking me for that? I, I, I do like how it only took the threat to have his skin removed via flogging to get Dorsley properly <laughs> on the side of her gun. <laughs> <laughs> Everything up until that point was rationalized. Right. I think if uh, you're willing, I'll um, be uh, taking my leave of you and uh, heading up to the superintendent's office again. Okay. And I'll most notably leave the door unlocked to his. Taylor, what are you doing? I got sent for the lash. Yeah, you did. Are you returning with the lash? Nothing else I can do. (laughs) You, You walk out into the yard... And the, the the governor is standing in the yard, awaiting. Several guards have started to appear. Uh, I'll, I'll probably, once I've kind of 
spread the general rumor and instructions into that appear and explain to him that, um, well, I'm sorry, Governor, it um, seems that Goggins has taken his leave and is um, left for now. He should be back for his shift tomorrow morning. Didn't I see him this morning? Oh, yes, he had a morning shift. That's why he's off in this evening. Pretty sure he didn't leave the grounds. Well, I mean, it's difficult to see that side gate from your office, Governor. I do have the paperwork signed off. I don't think he left the grounds. Got the last light you ordered, sir. Very good. Be kind of prepared. Be prepared to use it. Now, Mr. Dorsley, that is a very, very good lash. Not Mr. Dorsley, Mr. Brown. You wouldn't be lying to me right now, would you? No, sir. The proper paperwork has he signed off and left. Okay, so assuming he signed the paperwork, I doubt he has left. I would like you and the guards to mount his search to find him, please. Very good, sir. Shall I take all of the guards, or do you just still want them um, assembled around here? Well, when we have found him, we can reassemble, and, and the flogging may commence. Very good. I'll take the guards. Correct lash, sir. I wasn't sure. There's quite a few of them. Ah, uh, yes, there are a few lashes. You, I, I assume you found the pointiest and nastiest looking one. Oh, no, I didn't. I don't think. I just brought the... The, the, the I brought one. the training lash. <laughs> the sturdy one. <laughs> Do you want me to change it and go and get one of the others? No, no, that one will be fine. It just means it'll take more whips to get the skin off. It's no bother. I think this one might be past its best, sir. Past its best? <laughs> I it think it's, it's very warm. It yes, sir. Up to this repeated blocking you have planned. Well, if that's the case, we'll just have to use a knife or something. Perhaps get our fingers in there and pull the skin off. That doesn't sound very efficient. Well, no, but it will cause a great deal of pain and it will teach a good lesson. I thought you were all about German efficiency, sir. Yes, uh, correct. But in this case, uh, it, the lesson is more important than the method. Very good, sir. Very good. Uh, you have good potential there, Taylor. Keep it up. I'll try my hardest keep, as I'm wandering around. Keep, keep an eye on that Dorsley and Brown. I'm trying to break the lash. <laughs> it's difficult, it's a lash. Well, yes, but I'm working it and trying to... Yeah, make it look all... Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to take very interest in the schedule. Mm-hmm. And any people who would be off their shift, I'm going to have them signed off, and they can go hide with um, Goggins. <laughs> and essentially, I'm going to reduce the workforce and, of course, make the rather claim that, well, when I have to, that um, none of the people are returning. Um, we we're having no, no, nobody show up from their shifts from the outside. Okay. Dorsley, what are you doing? I'm going to try and think up who the most weak and powerless prisoner would be in the place. There were several that are very sick and close to death. Excellent. But in, in general, I'll have them like mounting a search of obvious case, like locations where they're not at, like the church okay. and the graveyards. And essentially, I'll be out. Yeah. Pull one of the prisoners out and dress him up in a guard's uniform. <laughs> yeah, that's right. T- make sure you steal the governor's glasses. I'm sure that'll make it. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. 
He probably doesn't know what he looks like. Probably not. You're not going to get out of this any other way. <laughs> so just give him somebody to flog and... <laughs> he wants a circle of flog, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm on the end of that circle. <laughs> That's right. You, you, are, you are the floggy. The floggy's floggy. He returns to his office. Oh, you're going there, aren't you? Uh, I was considering it, but then I, we're not supposed to touch the cards until we have somebody willing to bleed on them and take them, because mm-hmm. you'll know about it. So. Well, and there was the whole rebellion thing. Yeah. Crap. I'm going to go look for uh, Mr. Brown. Yes, yeah, so yeah, basically after I've kind of sent them off on a search, I'll probably, of course, try to track down my fellow guard captains and figure out where we're going from here. Okay. Um, your, your fellow guard captains are, uh, well, Mr. Dorsley's hiding somewhere probably, trying not to get to be seen by the governor. I'm busily searching for the missing Goggins, of course. That's right. That Goggins, he could be anywhere. They're ignoring the fact that you were sent for someone else. Yeah, that's right. Right, but now we've all been assigned to go find Goggins because Goggins was missing, so that supersedes <laughs> the previous order. No point getting Dorsley until, or I mean, not Dorsley, Clark until we got Goggins. See, I told you, it breaks the chain perfectly, right? That's fine. Just because, yes. Okay, the superintendent is in his office. Not the superintendent, the governor is in his office. Alright. Alright. Oh, Dorsley. Taylor. Yes. Um, well, uh, the um, guards seem pretty amenable to the fact that um, not wanting to get the flesh flayed off of them seems to be motivating them to kind of obey whatever we say in, tr- in favor of the governor. That helps get some of that. Um, what are we supposed to do? Disrupt his power? Yes. I, I think all we need is perhaps a general push to get them all together, and it might, might, might help if we could perhaps arm them a bit. Mm. Well, we do have the armory, but uh, we also apparently need the most powerless man to get uh, to want to take possession of that card. Have we tried the infirmary? Certainly one of those poor souls has been taken there by now. Oh, that's excellent chance, and you, Goggins you may be hiding in there. You haven't re- <laughs> Goggins may be hiding in there. You haven't heard of anybody being moved to the infirmary. The governor seems to have passed an order through the guards that all the dead prisoners would be left in their cells, along mm. with the live prisoners. Grand. So I guess time to survey the pity- pitiable cells and there see if somebody sev- wants a task. There are several very, very sick and basically powerless people in some of these cells. Well, I think perhaps we should move one to the infirmary. What do you two think? That's good work. Sure. So make me uh, an ego checks. Everyone. And Everyone. is that D20 against our ego? or? Yes. Pass. Woo! That's a good pass, too. Yeah. Black failure. Hey, lids. We should be playing D&D, you'd be kicking ass. Uh, two, pass! That's pretty good. The both of you, um, Brown and Dawsley, 
realize that if you're in the infirmary, you're going to be very far from these cards, assuming they're in that room off his office. Mm -hmm. I guess we could stash a weak prisoner up in the armory. There are still prisoners weak at this end of the building. There are several in death row that are particularly powerless. I was was, going to say, um, well, certainly we could probably stash one either um, in the mortuary. (laughs) Or in one of our offices until... uh, Governor makes his next rounds or leaves his office again. You suspect his next round is going to be his 10 p.m. round, but you're not sure whether you can get enough people organized by then to be properly uprising Pretty sure if you just let them out of their cells, they would do quite a lot of their. Well, you're thinking he probably walks the new wing all the way to the far end. You're thinking if you released all the prisoners at that point, it would take him a significant amount of time to get back through them to his office. But it would require some coordination. And there's probably not a master release who'd have to actually run down the hall and locking doors or something. You seem to have the guards pretty much on. Well, that's true. Yeah. We could could have them set up to open doors as he passes and then kind of evac wings. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a good plan. So, when it, what time are you selecting this plan? Well, we'll have we'll have a, um, we'll get a, a crew of volunteers from the guards. <laughs> a lot of the guards see sense in what you're saying. They don't like the idea of being flogged for everything. They don't like the idea that dead prisoners are being left in cells with live ones. They just don't like the general idea of the fact that there's no way out. They all quite like Goggins, so they're not happy so, at the idea of him losing his skin either. So we'll, we'll have them kind of going in, spraying this among the prisoners, getting them ready, mm-hmm. and again, as soon as he's kind of at the far point, um, hmm, can we trust prisoners to kind of have their own keys so they can open up all their cells at their own time? No, you cannot. No. Yeah. You basically can't trust the prisoners much at all unless you get someone to speak for you. With the prisoners. Who is a prisoner? Well, the problem with that is they're all in, they're all in their cells. So that really can't do anything. It's not like they have a common meeting spot anymore. Well, no, but they can pass word along from cell to cell. Like You've seen them do it before. Word yeah. gets around the prison pretty well. If only we knew of a organizing prisoner that was... Yeah, to... T- Taylor is aware of one. Well? Mr. Baines, who spoke to you previously. Yeah. Maybe we'll go talk to him. Harry Burns. He's in his cell. So, Taylor, finally come round. Mm-hmm. So what are you, what's the plan? I'll tell him what we're thinking of doing. So what, you're planning basically a riot? Yeah. Against the governor while he's away from his office? Yeah. And you're going to do some stuff that's going to make him... Yes. Hopefully bring back the warmth and the sun and the furniture and the food. So what do you want us to do, Taylor? Well, if you can make this happen in the correct way, then... How about this? There's money in it for you. I don't want money. I'm going to get out of here if I can. But uh, as are all the lads, 
But let's say you were to go around quietly unlocking all those cells. Now, we could keep the door closed until the appointed time, and then all rush out when he weren't looking. And how am I to believe that you'll do as you're told? Well, you ain't, are you? I'm, I'm like a prisoner. This is I don't see any reason why this it gives us more trust than we had without him. No, but he can actually communicate with the other prisoners to organize it at least. I can pass the word around. I think the lads are pretty for this. As long as you don't try too hard to stop us getting out of here, I think we'll have an agreement. I don't think anybody's going to try and stop you getting out of here right now. You can hardly see anybody in this darkness. But I wouldn't try and get out of here until we give you the word. Well, you do what you've got to do. We'll do what we've got to do. And hopefully we don't meet in the middle. Just stay out of his way and you'll be all right. Find the... Um... You don't touch any of the guards. I will not touch any of the guards. I cannot vouch for the rest of the lads, though. Well, you better try. Well... I'm afraid to say I can't vouch for the safety of your guards. You guys, maybe, I can probably keep you safe. rest of the guards, not necessarily. Well, we could keep ourselves safe. It's the even ones that can't. Well, if you want them safe, tell them to stay out of the way. Calisthenics. Mm. Besides, they're all busy searching for uh, Goggins. <laughs> that elusive Goggins. <laughs> it's true. Yep. They seek him here, they seek him there. Skeleton, skeleton guard crew, the rest will, of course, yeah, they were on a search for uh, a little guard. Yeah. And, and then, of course, the, the governor got too close to one cell and they grabbed his keys and then from there just spread from cell to cell. Yeah, that's right. That's what happened. And, and that's how we did it. And, every, <laughs> and everyone dies. So well, that might be the ending. Who knows? Let me summarize in case we've got a dropout in the audio there for a few seconds. Um, you guys are going to unlock the prisoners' cells. They have agreed to keep the door locked until the governor is at the very far end of the new wing. And then they're going to basically rush him. They've promised that they will try not to attack the guards, but he cannot promise that's not going to happen. And we need a one of the near-dead, weakened prisoners volunteer to... Uh... Well, there's, well sev- there's several in death row and stuff that you could go to. Yeah. Okay. Pretty easily. So at, at the appointed time, we'll probably. So what time uh, are you choosing? Well, it'll be the ten o'clock one then, won't it? Well, you haven't got time to organise it in that time. He's already done his. He's already did his seven o'clock one. You're not going to do it in three hours. Organise a prison riot. Oh, I thought he would have five o'clock one, and that was ten o'clock. Oh, yeah, right. Still five hours isn't enough. They've got to pass. You have to pass the pass the word around the entire prison and get the guards positioned to unlock all the doors. It's probably so, gonna, it's probably going to be tomorrow morning at the earliest. So what's his first one in the morning? Is that the five or eleven? Seven. Seven. Seven eleven. I suppose we set it for the seven o'clock one. I guess okay, we'll stall. That's good enough. Yeah. So you guys go into hiding a little bit and try to avoid him. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Keep keep up a, val- a valiant search effort. Okay, you search through the night. Not that it matters, because it's... No, no, not myself. Oh. Everyone except, everyone except for Brown searches through the night for the elusive Goggins. <laughs> That's funny. So, 
you rest overnight. In the morning, you realize that the dead people that were in the cells are not dead anymore. They're... They're alive. Hmm. Do they appear any different? They're still pretty sick, and they're pretty starving, but they're alive. Interesting. Maybe this is all wearing off. I, I, I don't think death wears off doors, Lee. <laughs> There's a special cream for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps they were just very comatose Just Maybe they were pretending. Just rub this on, and it'll be better in the morning. Are, are you saying that they were only slightly dead instead of mostly dead? Exactly. And what, then it took some sort of chocolate-covered cough drop? And then they got better? They're better. It would take a miracle. They got better. Uh, yes, basically at the moment, a lot of the prisoners who were dead are now no longer dead. Much to the shock of the live prisoners in their cells. And they're not trying to get the brains of the live prisoners or anything? No, they're just normal, but they're now alive again. Meet up with Baines, see if the plan is still a go. Baines, Baines gives you the thumbs up as you wander by. So is this another Black Sun morning? Yep, it's Black Sun, even colder. Right. What happened yeah. during the night? Was it still black sun, or was it just like a moon like normal? Nope, it was. It went dark. Anybody, a couple of the guards kind of looked out of the main door, and they said they could see the sun underneath the prison. That's not brown. That sounds not right. He was sleeping in his room. That was lit by five lanterns. <laughs> five. With a shotgun. Waking every four hours to refill the lanterns. It's funny. So, um... Yes. Um, Why did you take this job? Who? Yeah, right? Prison guard in a dingy prison probably isn't the right job for you. Because it still beats farming. That's true. It still beats farming. even though. Well, no, it's, it's, it's fine, usually. You know, usually the darkness goes away with the light. <laughs> That, and, and being the captain, you can always arrange the shifts so that you always take daylight watches. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's a phobia, but clearly I function with it somehow. M- M- Mr. Dorsley? Uh, yes. It's it's Simon the errand boy. Oh, yes, Simon? Um, there's, there's things in the basement, Mr. Dorsley, and I don't right know what they are. Well, what kind of things? They're, they're kind of... Sp- Spiky people, Mr. Dorsley. They're, they're, they're kind of down in the the, 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 the correctional room. They, they seem to have brought some extra spiky things with them. Um, I don't recall there being spiky people about. Well, and isn't the correctional room locked? No. Well, I had to go down there. It's next to the kitchen stores. Oh, oh. That correctional what? room. Yeah. Um, uh, they're pretty unnerving. I only caught a quick glimpse, but I'm pretty certain some of them had glass sticking out of them, and some of them had metal sticking out of them. They seem to be starting on the prisoners in all kinds of horrid ways. Uh, that's... crap. Um... <laughs> crap. <laughs> what time is it? Probably five o'clock in the morning. 
Um, I think I will go uh, up to secure myself a rifle so I can check this out if there's a crazy class people. Okay. Dolesley's heading for a rifle. Are the rest of you joining him? Um, I rather thought we already armed ourselves earlier, didn't we? Yeah, probably. And for that matter, I think we were kind of opening it up to some of the rebel hiding guards that mm-hmm. I was keeping. You're trying to smuggle out weapons. Yes. Okay. Well, I, fi- I figure I had a pistol on me because I can keep that discreet, but I probably want to go for a rifle if I can. If are, you going, are you going down to look? Um, sure. Once trying, are you trying to be cautious? Yes. Have you talked to any of the other captains? Oh, yeah. Um, so the, uh, there's a report of uh, spiky people, maybe with glass stuck in them, <laughs> down in the basement, and there's something about them having to go with the prisoners. Hey? You couldn't have warned me, how? Oh, I'm sorry, baby, the spiky people. It's pretty bad. Sorry. No pictures of them. No pictures. There's, there's no real... There is a picture, but it doesn't look like glass. It's okay. I would never do that. Yeah, you would. I would not. Um, um, Dorsley, um, if, if there are these creatures, then certainly, again, they're the cause of these um, magic card business that, 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 that the governor's gotten himself caught up in. Yes, but... Um, certainly, if we remove that, then it'll get rid of them, or we can take care of them later. They're behind but, uh, doors for now, right? Uh, well, the young lad was saying something about them going after the prisoners. I well, worry about some prisoners at a time. <laughs> Does the basement door have a good start step walk going to the basement? No, it's just some stairs. Yeah, that's not good. Are they in the room with the old woman or what? No, there's another there's another level that you walk through. It's here. Lockhart has a creaky chair. I do, sorry. The upper basement level. Oh. Ah. Is this one. We talked about it, but you never actually saw it yet, because you kind of walked through it to get down to the stairs. See where it's in the upper right corner? Uh, there. There's two sets of stairs. You basically came down one and then carried on going. Okay. So, here is the stores he was talking about. And these are the solitary confinement cells. And the room they're talking about is, I believe, this one. Reavers. <laughs> Reavers. And how did he see it? He was down He was no. down there looking in this room for, this room for, like, kitchen supplies. And he heard, <laughs> he heard a noise and went to have a peek. Is he insane? Just a kid. I, I would have said he would have had to come down the other stairs, which must be closer to the kitchen, maybe. Oh, yeah, probably. And then wander along. It, it would sound like going past nine, no, twelve. So yeah. that would sound like something that, unless this, if it was situated that way, he'd be in trouble. Yes. So hopefully it'll occupy them for two hours while they go through the solitary prison confinement prisoners? Uh, two, two hours is, is not even one prisoner. They're very, very exacting. Oh. He, he didn't say that they were loose? They were just in there? They're, they're in, they're in this, this correction room doing things to the prisoners. Making more of themselves? 
You hear the sounds of terrifying screaming coming from the basement. Literally, blood-curdling screaming. Oh, that's not good. Better crank up the phonograph in the... Uh... <laughs> you start playing classical God. music. Okay. Some Wagner, you know. Some of the guards are not happy. Well, what does the governor have to say? The governor's in his office. Let's, let's not talk to the governor any more than we have to, shall we? Well, the man's got enough on his mind. Uh, let's not disturb him. Won't he be more suspicious if we don't go and say anything? Well, we're busy on the search for Goggins. <laughs> the elusive Goggins. Maybe we should check the stables one more time. <laughs> yes, you may have got a horse and ridden off. You may be hiding in a horse, tauntaun fashion. I may have hollowed one out. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You may be in a horse outfit, pretending to be a horse. So, time gets closer. At 7 o'clock, the governor gets up to go on his rounds. As soon as he's past the uh, death row, I think we should uh, go fetch our mm-hmm. chosen okay. prisoner. Okay. He heads he heads out down towards the new wing like normal. I, I suppose we could have had our, our guards, when the prisoners come out, ring some sort of escape bell. They must have some sort of noise-making device. Probably. That's probably, probably an alarm. an alarm bell for when the prisoners, you know, escape and riot. Yeah. So as soon as we hear that, we'll probably go into his room. Okay. So after maybe 15 minutes, you hear the sounds of a bell, or several bells start to ring around the building. There is a, a massive shouting as the prisoners burst out of their cells, charge around and generally cause mayhem. They tend, as agreed, to stay off the floor you're on right there. They have no need to come up these stairs. They're aiming to get out of the doors and, yeah, what have you. Stay upstairs, lads, and uh, take our prisoner towards Let's 21. see what the governor has in his closet. Yes. Okay. You go into his office. Probably more of his art. Yes, right. It is a pretty neat office with a desk. Are you going into the back one? Back room? Yes. Should we slide the desk against the door while we're in here? Might be wise. Although the door had glass, but yeah. Well. Okay. So we'll slide it, and then go into the side room. The door is locked, but you find the key in the top of his desk and unlock it. Opening the door, you find yourself in a rather stylish library. Um, complete with glassed-in bookshelves. The books on the uh, shelves are mostly occult literature, also books on social sciences and penal theory. On a table in the middle of the room is a deck of cards laid out in a pattern reminiscent of a floor plan of the prison. In the centre of these cards, there is a single card all on its own. That's probably the one we want Prisoner Guy to bleed on. <laughs> prisoner Guy, bleed on that card. This card, let me see if I have a description of it for you, if you give a damn. Sure. And I you read all the books, it, no. Give a damn seems a rather appropriate um, terminology in this case. 
The card in the center is an eye inside a triangle surrounded by a halo. It has the word Demiurgus written on the bottom of it. That would be the one. There are all kinds of other cards as well. Well, not the bottom of them, aren't we? Grab pen knife, letter opener from desk. Okay, good enough. And And how do we get him to voluntarily bleed? He's agreed already, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Your freedom for bleeding and taking the card with you. Bleeding on the card and taking the card with you. He thinks it's weird, but he'll do it. So, he cuts his thumb and drips blood onto the card and then picks it up off the table. You hear a blood-curdling howl from the far end of the prison. That sounds good. All bad. Now what should we do with the rest of the cards? Just burn them, or...? Did she tell us what to do with after we'd done? She told you to leave them alone. Yeah. Were we supposed to run? <laughs> it might be wise. Yes. You have bound yes. the card to someone? Escort him out of the... Uh, Prison. You see, looking down the corridor, Barclay is essentially fighting the prisoners. They are piling into him. There must be 30 or 40 of them attacking him with various bits of what's left of the furniture and stuff they've stolen from the guard rooms and from the infirmary. And Literally, they're trying to pin him down and pull him to pieces. He has killed probably 30 of them by the time they managed to pull him down. Wow. He fights like a beast. I won't watch too long. Mm, Probably wise. What's outside looking like? Prisoners seem to ignore you as the kind of edge round you as they recognize who you are, but you realize that several of your, uh, in fact, a good percentage of the guards that were in the prison are dead. Yes. You see the guards. You see the guards. The prisoners streaming towards the gates and the walls. Any sign of sun yet? Mm-hmm. As as you're getting towards the doors, the sun, you can see it streaming in through the front doors of the of the prison. Oh, well, I must apologize, Mr. Brown. I guess you were um, onto something. Oh. Thank the Lord, light! Mr. Brown is on to something. You're obviously more educated than I gave you credit for. (laughs) So, you walk towards the door, and the walls seem to melt around you. That's not good. Leaving you in a kind of a room that looks vaguely similar to the one you were in, but a lot blacker, with kind of ichor dripping down the walls. Stood in this room are three strange creatures. And you realize that they've come for you to cleanse you of your sins. Uh, taking aim? <laughs> um, they are half-decomposed, mutilated humans with open wounds full of pus and torn, bleeding parts of the body where the muscles are visible. 
Um, some wounds are kept closed with steel clamps and others by other temporary means. Um, they no, aren't pretty. Right. They ain't pretty. They kind of chatter at each other and move towards you. You fire your weapons at them. Yes. Uh, you run out of ammunition long before they stop moving towards you. They Brown, seem to... They Brown seem to probably just kneel down and put his weapon and, and kind of say, Oh, please let Chapman Wilson be right about this. They seem to be laughing at you as they take you for your torment. Oh, dear. Totally getting a Hellraiser vibe from this. Yeah. Flat out, this is Hellraiser. These are Nephorites. They are the tormentors created to conjure up the feelings of guilt in a human and convert it into horrible tortures. Somehow I think shooting myself wouldn't really be a help. No, they'd manage... Well, it wouldn't, because it doesn't matter. Where you're going, you can be alive or dead. Because <laughs> death doesn't matter where you're going, because there isn't such a thing. So basically you're being taken to purgatory to be tortured for a while. For our sins of of helping with the prison? Partly that, but also because you were greedy, egotistical, narrow-minded, generally bad people. But also because you helped with the prison torture and didn't really give a damn. Actually, Lockhart was pretty honorable most of the time, but he still got sins to purge. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, the thing is, I'm just... I'm, I'm lazy. I'm not greedy at all. But laziness is a sin. It's sloth, if you look at it in its purest form. <laughs> but I still did my job. I just chose an easier job. Exactly. I mean, you tried to save poor Goggins. I tried to stick with the job as long as I could. <laughs> that was that was a fast way through this. This could have, this can go on for quite a long time. There's like days and days where people die, and literally the idea is that. The governor just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until eventually the players have to do something. I so, know everything the governor told me to do. He just gets more atrocious every time, all all the time. So he's killing people. The, so he, the, he the, made, the the flaying escalation was a good way of doing it. Yeah, I figured. Well, he figured. I mean, that's one way of pushing you. But the other things they can do is he can literally demote you, kill you. And then you're a guard again the following morning, because everybody who dies wakes up again. Uh, and then the uh, next step is that people who fail to turn up for like morning um, inspection, they're they're flogged if they're still alive, and if they're dead in their cells, they're buried. But then they you know they're alive in there, and then they die again in the coffin. So, so what happens if someone just steps out of the prison? There's nothing there. They they end up in technically the prison has moved. To, there there are various worlds around the existing one. No no. So, but so so you get resurrected inside the prison. What happens if you just step out? You end up in Inferno, which is not okay. a nice place. And you don't resurrect the next day from there. Well, there is no death in Inferno. Mm. But there's no time either. Because I'm just saying it, it was good that it escalated, but honestly, if if it got to um. um if the players don't team up, I, I probably oh. would have gone for that sooner or later. Jumping off the side. The darkness. <laughs> Tying a knot. Take all, all the lanterns with climbing, me. Climbing down a rope. See what you can <laughs> find. Eventually you'll end up in Inferno and one of the creatures there would probably eat you. 
There's a whole thing about when you get off kind of Earth, so to speak, mm. what happens is time doesn't exist. So you can be suffering from wounds sustained in a fight you haven't had yet. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Which is, yeah, it gets kind of confusing at that point. But the idea is that the whole setting, essentially, you're living in an illusion created by yes. God to keep you trapped. Yes. So the whole idea of death is just a way of scrubbing your brain clean so that you can start life again without being able to learn stuff constantly. Because if you can learn stuff constantly, you can become what you were again, which is yes. divine creatures, powerful divine creatures. So in the actual game, if you ever regain your divinity, your statistics are immediately multiplied by 10. Nice. So you could have a stat of like 180. But that's fine, because those things you were fighting... I mean, literally, the governor... You may have got it quite yet. The governor wasn't... Well, we'll say his little buddies, for example. They weren't normal. So the Nephorites have good stats. And the things that had appeared downstairs in the torch chamber, had you gone to look, also had good stats. So if you'd have fought them, you would have died. So... So we did about what we could. You did exactly what you were supposed to do, actually. You just did it in a much more compressed amount of time. So the Nephorite stats are, they're actually pretty weak. 31, 41, 41, 3. So how does that work in a D20 to succeed system? Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> they just win a lot. So they get what, they, you get a kind of level of success depending on your role. So basically the difference between their skill and your role is, is the level of success. So they just get massive successes all the time because ah. they're so much better than you are. So, okay, so it's like if a person has a 30 yeah. and they roll a 19, they only succeed by 11. Yeah. But a person who has a 20 but rolls a 1 is succeeding by 19. Yes. So even though And also, also, also if, you roll, if you roll less than 10% of your chance to succeed, so with a 19 it would be 2. If you roll less than a 2 or less you actually have a critical success. Whereas if you roll 10% of your chance to fail, so generally 20, which is always a failure, you critically yeah. fail and bad things occur. Okay. I mean, technically we should have been having like ego rolls for seeing the crazy stuff going on. But no. to, be, to be honest, you were spiraling towards death anyway, so I didn't think madness would help. Actually, Lockhart got more and more mad anyway, yeah. so actually applying rules to him wouldn't have made any difference. Well, I mean, I, I thought that's, if that, that's the most horrible, pre, well, most interesting pregen to have in this situation, I think. Mm -hmm. I think so. It's, 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 a, good, it's a good one to have because I think it's a good, it um, stirs quite, the action. Yeah, they're quite mm -hmm. well generated because they put you at odds with... The idea of your code of honor is put at odds against the, the rest of your character. The other character was Harlan O'Connor, who is Irish and light-hearted, and he has Daredevil and Nightmares as his disadvantages. Mm -hmm. So he, he wouldn't have survived long, I don't think. Oh, no. He would have been <laughs> over those glass things. <laughs> yes, he would. But yeah, he actually... Oh. He had some good skills. He actually was in, war, the, in the war in India. Ooh. Which is what he has nightmares about. Nothing upgraded. Harlan O'Connor would it have made a difference. He's more interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. I, actually, I guess your character was probably the blandest of them all. You were like an old sailor 
Who you should, you should have just put a whole, whole four out there and we could have chosen it. I could have done that, yeah, I could have done. I mean, Harlan wouldn't have made a difference particularly. He's... I mean, I, I think the only one, well, I mean, mind you, if one's missing, then that's just mm-hmm. um, the most senior one. But I think the only one in that regard is, um, uh, what's it, Dorsley. Yeah, he's the most senior, which is why I think he has to be in there. Well, the rest... I mean, even so, like, William has 10 years, which is pretty much senior himself, so... Yeah, that's fair. Um, well, Harlan O'Connor has five years in... But he served 12 years in India in the army. And he actually has the the best rifle skill, I think. His rifle skill is 14. Wow. But he also has daggers at 12 and hide at 10 and search and first aid and all not, of that business. Not that I'm, I'm, I'm sure you'll see much... Right. Well, we didn't really do much system stuff. At this. No. We didn't. No. To be honest, the prologue, every time I've run it, has been very story-heavy and very... Because it's a prologue, it's really information gathering, but obviously yeah. now you're all dead, so where do you go from here? But now we yeah. know a little more about how the world works. I mean, I, 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 I didn't mind it for the role-playing-wise. It was very interesting and stuff. Uh-huh. But it's, it's, I, don't, I, I wouldn't know how how to say anything about the system at all at this point, really. You didn't really interact with the system. You'd have to have a fight in it or something. But to be honest, essentially what happens is you roll a dice under your skill, you hit something, Mm -hmm. there is a targeting system so you can aim for body parts, or you can roll at random. If you roll at random, you take no negative, but you roll for a random location. And, Mm -hmm. you know, some locations like the head are obviously worse than you get bonuses if you hit that as opposed to the torso, and then you roll for damage, modified by location on the damage chart for the weapon, and the higher the better. Right. So if you okay. you can end up rolling a fatal... The, the, the thing is, it's really brutal, because if somebody hits you on their first action, and they roll high damage, you could be dead. Mm. I, I, I was just going to say, though, I mean, it's... It is a good system, though, to be brutal because there is this whole idea that you die but can come back and stuff. Yes, but you're not you when you come back. The, oh, whole, no, the, whole, the whole idea of dying is that you get scrubbed clean. And that's part of the process of purgatory and being tormented. So there, there is ways yes, there of are. doing it. There are, because essentially the next part of the game is modern time, and your characters are these guys resurrected. So it's the next version of these. So Lindsay's character can be a woman, but the soul of the character is the same one. Which may have been a woman a few times before. And then we play through until we, again, die and go scrubbed off to Purgatory Land. No, after this, it's an adventure straightforward. Hmm. It's it's just a hundred and something years in the future. And things things have changed quite a bit. So how does our... But it all links back to this story, Mm. which is kind of cool. It actually is a very well-written adventure. And it's it's super dark and super scary and super dangerous. Probably with more spiky things. Yeah, it's kind of weird as well. There's all kinds of weird gribbly monsters and stuff in it. I, I had a I had a picture of the guys downstairs. Are we, are we going to show it? I was about to. Hold on. Before we end the recording. I was about to. Yes. Hang on. Save changes. Short players. There you go. 
Nice. Not too bad. He's smiling. He is smiling. You're right. There's no glass on him. He just looks like he's wearing a hat. It's very, yeah, it is very Hellraiser-esque, but... Looks that's like a from, Zon Cthulhu type fellow. That's right. It that's like, it looks that's from the original art in the book. But you see his environment melting behind him, and yeah. the idea that there's things uh, that look like people but aren't people, and it's it's very much like Hellraiser meets kind of various. Well, it it, it, yeah. it is something. I, I was going to complain slightly about the whole hopelessness of the ending, but I I keep. One thing I, I need to recognize in myself is being able to switch gears with some of these systems. The thing with this it's one... It's just that kind of game. The thing with this one is there is no way to get out of it. You're bad people from the beginning yeah. because of what you do for a job. So the idea of basically you've seen too much, you cannot escape, so these things come to get you, to scrub well, I mean, you clean. Like I said, like I, I'm not going to say that Brown was not bad, but... No, he, he wasn't bad. Yeah, you 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 were possibly the most honourable of the guards. Well, no, 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 no. But I mean, it was a certain thing. But I mean, I, I'll, I'll totally agree that Brown did some horrible things up until that point. Just yes, because it was easier. Yeah, it was... there's, there's things you let happen. Things like dead prisoners in cells and people not being treated well and burning all the furniture and basically cutting their rations in. A, all that's kind of bad. But I mean, yeah. the idea is that if it escalates, he makes you do more and more abhorrent things. To yourselves, to each other, to the staff, to the prisoners. Well, but I mean, also like not just as modern. I think that the general theme of the whole setting and mm-hmm. adventure is a simple fact: is even if you were a good person by the standards of whatever picks you up, you're not. So you still exactly. Hurt. So I mean, mm-hmm. by that, by even if you stand up to him, they, I mean, it says if you stand up, the, the best way to kind of defend him is to is to say no to him from the very beginning, to not obey his rules, but you can't hurt him until you take that card away from him. Right. You can't actually shoot him. It's not physically possible. You can't bring yourself to hit him because you are under his control completely. But if anybody tries, flogging. Nice. Yeah. All various other things. There's lots of them. And then when the Razides set up downstairs, he can pass you to them, and they can do awful, awful things. Yes. A few days of torturing down there, coming back to life every morning. Tortured again, back to life every morning. Tortured again, you know it's pretty bad. So his own little hell dimension to make to uh, just gather power for himself and. It's it's Inferno, which is a huge area of, yeah, it's where bad things happen yeah. and nasty monsters live. There's various little worlds in cults, various planes and existences, but this is one of the best. This is this is where would be where the Cenobites live, basically. that's good. good. When you get into stuff like the magic system, it's really good, because all magic in cult is ritual. I actually had a player in this game who ended up meeting a mage and he actually started learning magic. Hmm. And he wasn't very powerful, but he started to learn rituals, and then you start to go proper crazy. Because it drops your mental balance or increases your mental balance. Your mental balance is harder to increase than it is to decrease. But when you get to certain points at the extremes, your opposite side breaks off from you. So if you're if you have a massive positive mental balance, your dark side, what's left of your kind of bad feelings, breaks away and starts to hunt you down. Whereas the opposite side is your light side breaks off and you're kind of at loggerheads with that. Right. But it's a lot easier if you've got a negative mental balance because you're a bastard. 
as opposed to the ne a positive one where literally you're sat on top of a mountain meditating. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. Lindsay's going. All right, I'm going to shut the recorder down. Right. Hang All on, right. Lindsay. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye.